0: Hello and welcome to episode 93 of the Paro Pod, with your boys, Mark and Owen. This is one of our recommended episodes. We will be talking about, well every episode is a recommended episode from us, but we're going to be talking about a recommended film this episode, 1932's Freaks by Todd Browning. More it's on that old one. More on that later though. That yeah. might be, That's one of the oldest films we've recommended
1: yeah it probably is yeah it probably is Hmm. it's an oldie an oldie but a goldie well you'll hear more on that a horror film
0: question mark
1: a horror film an exploitation film
0: question marks
1: social commentary (laughs) question mark serious question marks over the film we will get onto it later i'll have the uh, it's very disputed film yes legacies is usually disputed it will be settled later on tonight
0: yeah, we will put the be- we will end this discussion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: it's up to us. We've been tasked with uh, finalizing the um, the sentiment on this film. The and weight we will, of the we world f- is on our shoulders. Yeah, will everyone's we, listening. The will, world is listening. Will
2: we
0: crumble? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I
1: don't know. We'll find out.
0: We'll find out. Oh, we'll be grand. We'll be grand. How you been, Mark?
1: I've been great. How are you?
0: I've been good. I've been good. I had. Alright. do you ever have one of those um, moments? Of just like absurdism just hitting you real hard.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like you're I was on the I was on the bus home from work today and I was just looking out at like people getting onto the bus and you know, it's pretty warm and it's like, you know, pretty sweaty on the bus. And I was just like looking at everyone getting onto the bus and I was like If a meteor hit this planet right now, <laughs> like well, you, you can't do nothing.
1: Like You're <laughs> <laughs> just on the bus, think about that. Life
0: is so fickle.
1: <laughs> life is so frail, I know, yeah, yeah. Like yeah.
0: I, I, it was like one of those moments where it really hit me i was like you're on a rock floating around a giant ball of fire mm. in the mid in the vast nothingness of infinity and that infinity is only getting bigger and it's not the only infinity that's out there there's multiple infinities so they say i was sitting there was like why do I work? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I was kind of thinking that earlier, actually. Yeah, what's the point? You know, what's the point of like? Because like, you know, when you're a kid and you're like, ah, oh, like if you have a day off, you're, like, oh it, you know what? You have days off, but, yeah. Like, you, a lot of time, you've most of the time, you still have stuff to do because mm-hmm. you have to catch up. Yes, you know, whether it's like just like seeing people, you know, enjoying yourself, but that that is something that takes up your day. And uh, but if you if you just have a day where you're just sitting around chilling. But you're also enjoying yourself. Yeah. You know, like, like, when, we're, like when you're a kid. Yeah, like when you're a kid. Like summer, uh, summer holidays. When most of the days, you're just kind of sitting around. And you, you go hang out with people, you know. You kind of just do whatever you want. But that's like, that's how life should be. You've that's so how life sh- always should be. Yeah. You have you so have
0: much time as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like...
1: But now we have no time. Like Where's you, the time gone?
0: You still have loads of time. Like, we still got a lot of time. But do we? But like, the, how we spend our time... I feel like... Like I feel like I watch less films now because like I have I want I have other shit I want to do like I want to watch you know every fucking film that's ever been made you know that's impossible but that's something you know I want to try and do mm. but if I'm watching a film and I'm not feeling I'm like fuck this I'm doing something else I'm not wasting my time on shit that I don't care about
1: ah you have to value your time yeah, yeah. you have to value your time
0: but there's always it's always good to watch those films that like you don't really care about and you finish it. it's like that was fine.
1: That was alright, you know. Yeah, I'm not, I don't. Li- I don't. I don't like doing that though. But I don't really like doing that. You
0: all need a bit of filler.
1: Yeah, a lot of life is filler. True. Go, going to work, <laughs> going to work. That's just pure filler. Pure filler. Rather not do. Rather not do it all. You know. Mm. Yeah, they banned napping in work. What? In, in my job, they banned napping. How did they do that? They just banned it. They said you can't nap anymore because <laughs> people because do night shifts and stuff. They napped during the night shift. Fair. <laughs> so, which is completely fair. Yeah, like your 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 biological clock tells you to sleep during the night, so you're gonna go for a nap. Because yeah. you have multiple hour breaks, so you can condense it to a three hour nap mm. because you're allowed a three yeah. hour break. But they said you can't nap. You can do anything except nap. You I meditate was, for three hours. You can. You, can, you Yeah. Yeah. I, I might try that. Yeah. I'm yeah. meditating, bro. My eyes closed. But it's just.
0: No, no, I'm not anything. <laughs> just stay, uh, you know, doing like um, um, home, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. uh, chanting or whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: karmic chanting, bro. But like, it's so anti human. so evil. It's like such an evil thing to say. So corporate. You can't. <laughs> yeah, well, corporations, That's an evil. They're synonymous things. True. But uh, it's just such an evil thing. It's, it's satanic. Mm. You can't sleep. You can do anything, but you can't sleep. You can't do what your body tells you to do. Yeah. It's just disgusting.
0: Do humans always sleep at night or
1: is that something that we've only had to like Ah, oh, no, we're we're we've always slept at night.
0: But no like surely like you know that we're like like human like we need to get like eight hours. Six what is it, six to eight hours? Six to eight hours, yeah. Was that always a thing? Like if you're like, you know, caveman back in the day, you're hardly like, oh I hope I get my eight hours of sleep, or whatever. Like, you sleep up until you need to, then you get up, you rock around, and then if you need to sleep again, you just fall back asleep. Ah, yeah, you like go for you, naps.
1: You go for naps. There's no, I have to be awake from the hours of nine to five. Oh, no, not at all, no. And in some cases earlier. You but know? They probably just get up at dawn and stuff, you know? They probably have, like, seven hours of sleep, because you need, like, you can't just have naps, because you need to have, get into O E M. You need your O E M. you know? So you yeah. need to have a long period of sleep. Mm. You'd have that during the night. But then during the day, they'd probably be like, even back in the Middle Ages and stuff, the early modern period, probably like back to like a hundred years ago, people just go for naps in the middle of the day. Mm. and it would be perfectly fine. Yeah. But now you can't do that. Siestas. Siestas. Yeah. They still do that. And in certain barbaric places around here. <laughs> like Europe, Spain. <laughs> yeah. These these, real, these p- places stuck in the past, you know, their GDP is so low. It's just pathetic. <laughs> but um, their efficiency is down. Yeah. They're just, they're just not good at their jobs, man. But like now you can't do that unless you work from home, which is like, I envy people who can't do that. Um, you can kind of go for a nap then but like mm. it's just so evil it's like pure pure evil and makes mm. you makes you ask like what's the fucking point you know
0: yeah if i can't sleep at night what the fuck
1: <laughs> like who's responsible for this the people responsible for this should be held to account yeah in the most terrible ways For bartenders bartenders I think, yeah
0: i feel like they're more acclimatized to it though
1: oh yeah 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 it was easy then because then you just sleep all day yeah, but I feel like you, and you party all night. You don't socialize then, though. In bar, in the bar, yeah. Oh, you socialize with other bartenders, but that's also a problem because. Bartenders are freaks, mm, weirdos, Oh, cretins, light yeah. people. You don't want to hang <laughs> out, light folk. Yeah, you you do not want to just hang out with bartenders. Yeah. it's fucking weird. Yeah, it's weird. No, it's, yeah, it's, you, it's actually really bad for your your met, your physical and mental health. Yeah,
0: like only time that like we like when you were working like Grand Social and stuff like that. I don't know yeah. if you can say that, but well, anyway, we can block that out. if you want. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 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 I'm,
1: I'm I'm coming out of the closet as a former uh, former Grand Social employee. But
0: like when we used to like go and go to like you know after. Lockins and stuff like that i'm mean, like this is weird like not even the fact that I lock- really weird not because like i would've been you know drunk and then like i went into somewhere and it's dead quiet and stuff like that there's just like there's a sadness to
1: it <laughs> yeah yeah i see i never really felt that at the time mainly because you'd still you'd be kind of drunk anyway mm. so it'd be fun and you'd be hanging out with people that you know you'd already have a connection with because you work with yeah like you work with people and you you make friends with people that you wouldn't normally be friends with just because you're in the same you're in the yeah. trenches together you know stuff true like yeah
2: there's a
0: camaraderie there
1: yeah yeah so it's fun but it's also yeah you do there were a few nights where like it's like what the fuck is is it was the point of this yeah like this is, so just, this is just this is just sad yeah like really sad you do that for about two years and you're like yeah and they have to get off the train because it's a vortex. It's an actual vortex, and you can get trapped in that vortex. Yeah, and you ain't getting out. And you, yeah, you. It's very difficult to get out once you're trapped in there. So mm. that's a, that's a word to the wise. And <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> don't compare to this. Yeah, yeah. Don't go into the bar game. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, yeah. But even like, like only even briefly, like when we were in Vancouver, and I was in the fucking dishwashing, and like just like not, not having evenings and nights, mm. like it does something to your mental health. I don't know what it is.
1: I I kind of like that. I like evening mm. shifts. I don't like night shifts, but n- night shifts in- on the bar where you're working like, like seven to three or something. I didn't mind that at all. Mm. But mainly because it was like, it was casual work, so it was like part time. So you do it like three nights a week, and then yeah, you have the rest yeah. you'd be perfectly fine. Full time, yeah, it would be. Yeah, no, I was working fucking five nights. Yeah, yeah. Like that it was like. Yeah, because you you can't that that is your crew. That's your crew. Yeah, like you work with the people that you socialize with, and you can't really socialize outside of that, really, mm. because. You only have, like, two days to yourself. And uh, a lot of that is just recovering from the time that you were, you know, getting wrecked during yeah, the
0: week. Yeah, and trying to de-stress.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah, I don't, yeah.
0: It's really like, bad for your mental health. But that's not something, like, like back in the day. <laughs> like, when you're a farmer and you live in a small village, mm. you would work and socialize with the same people, obviously. Mm. But I feel like because you're out in the sun, you know, you're, it's during the day, you're getting that vitamin D. Maybe it's the vitamin D that
1: you need. Yeah, we need outdoor bars.
0: Yeah, we need more outdoor bars to stay open all night
1: <laughs> with some <laughs> form of fake lights. <laughs> <laughs> with UV lights yeah. blaring. <laughs> do UV lights give you vitamin D? Mm, I don't think so, no. I don't think they can. Surely they can't. You just take, well, you take vitamin D tablets. I take vitamin D tablets every day. Oh, really? Yeah. I think we're supposed to in Ireland.
0: Mm. I'm on, uh, I think um, antibodies at the moment. Or not on,
1: yeah, no, probiotics. Probiotics, what that do? Um, like yogurt and stuff?
0: No, just like a little fucking pill that's got like bacteria in it. No, I'm telling you, man. I actually like. I actually do feel better. That good health. What does it do? Uh, it's just like good bacteria for your for your guts. Oh, right. Um, because there's something like your. I am not entirely sure what it is, but there was used to be some belief mm. that, like, serotonin would be made in the gut. Yeah. Because if you feel sick in your stomach, you
1: feel bad in your head as well. Yeah, sick to my stomach.
0: Yeah, sick to it's, it's, yeah, like you know. Um, I don't think no that's just because you get sick. <laughs> I said yeah no I was no, like, was like I'm, I'm sick to
1: me stomach you know yeah, so like, you make me I'm sick
0: head o- my, my head's fried my stomach I don't feel good head's wrecked yeah. head's wrecked who's on <laughs> but um, there used to be that belief or something like that but like if you if your gut health is good mm. ge- like I'm not saying all that but generally
1: you would feel better overall mm. you know your mental
0: even in terms of the digestive system and stuff like that you know yeah. want to yeah. keep that shit in check
1: yeah it's all connected isn't mm. it you know muscle memories we're a,
0: we're a big organism you know yeah all parts need to be functioning
1: that's it at, at a decent level yeah it's all about you know being in sync ever see those stories about people who got like a heart transplant and they completely changed personality afterwards no you ever hear that no no there's is it is a thing it's like mm. it's a uh it's a, an observed phenomenon which does happen on occasion I love that. <laughs> that came up in the audios. Did <laughs> you? <Yeah. laughs> Listen, the lungs aren't doing great. <laughs> That's my weak spot,
0: but I think everyone has to have a weak spot. Everything
1: else is working at 100%. That's it, yeah. You have to acknowledge that. But, um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a thing where sometimes, uh, like, lung transplants, heart transplants, liver transplants, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite nice. Yeah. Um, all those kinds of things. Sometimes the body, another way, like your your body can reject a a transplant stuff like that. Like maybe there's not vibing with the organ. But there are there are cases which have been observed where people get their their bits transplanted with someone else's bits. And they suddenly have a complete change of personality. For example, the, the one which I, I, I've I read about this like a long, long time ago, but there was an example that was given in this article that I read.
0: Is it like when Homer Simpson got a hair transplant and he turned into a murderer? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Literally <laughs> that, yeah. It's, I don't think it works for hair. <laughs> so many people have hair transplants. Um, a hair transplant is just from a hair from a different part of your body. To yeah. Your it's like your
1: ass, mainly. You know
0: that if, you, if they do that, they can't guarantee that it's going to grow the same uh, color. As the rest of your hair.
1: Yeah, I have different colored hair in different parts of my body. Yeah. yeah. If you take a colours. follicle
0: and you just stick it into your head, it could just grow completely white or blonde or, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when people do chemo stuff, they come back with, like, red hair, like, random yeah, colors. Yeah, yeah. Mad. It's very strange. But yeah, there was this case where a guy who was like, a fat bastard, basically, and he was just, like, a slob, um, or he, he's just I don't know he's just a normal guy a regular Joe and he got a heart transplant with this guy who was like a fucking marathon runner or something like that mm. and he got this marathon runner's heart this marathon runner died or something and like uh, I don't know he ran too far or something and he died and he collapsed <laughs> and he transplanted his heart and this other fella who's just a normal guy and suddenly this guy was like didn't know anything about you the, because they don't tell you anything about the previous person yeah they just give it to you they just give it to you It's just you're just on a list and it's just it's just an organ thats uh, that's been that's been given to you um, And it wasn't realized till after. The connection wasn't made till after. But this regular guy suddenly became a fitness fanatic and started running marathons and stuff. Uh, I don't know whether that's to do with the fact that the heart probably was, like, just better, basically. But, uh, like, his his whole kind of, like, personality, like, changed based on the... After this event. Yeah, do you
0: think maybe his heart was working better so he had more energy?
1: Yeah, maybe, but, like...
0: inspired or something? Yeah. Or there's something else going on? There's something
1: weird. Well, yeah, I don't think it's even supernatural. I think it's a thing. It's just where, like... Like muscle memory as well, like your mm. muscles like there are like neurons or something in your muscles which remember things.
0: Or yeah, even like, you know, where is your personality? You know, is your personality just in the brain? Is it all over you? Is there little bits of your personality in every little part of you and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Because that yeah. type of phenomenon does happen. Um, you know, is the heart where your where your personality lies?
1: Yeah, where is the heart?
0: Yeah, where is the yeah, where is the true heart? <laughs> uh, the where, soul. is that where
1: the soul is? You know. Yeah, what's going on with the soul?
0: Yeah, I what is know. going on with the soul? I always imagined that the soul was like a. <laughs> I always imagined when I was younger, like the soul was like a ghost version of me within my body, mm. like an like, like a uh, eth- ethereal what's, I- what's ethereal it- ethereal like version of myself that was like looked the exact same as me, just like lying with w- underneath the skin
1: that like floats off when you die
0: yeah it literally just floats off when you die and stuff like that yeah i even like i used to meditate when i stoned and uh <laughs> i could like sometimes when i was in deep meditation i could feel that sensation of like mm. falling forward but i was like sitting up straight but i could feel like something like pushing out from my head and stuff like that mm. you know spooky feeling you know it's like this bantam feeling
1: yeah, it's definitely something weird going on, you know? Because you can't mm-hmm. explain the brain. There's nothing to be... still not explained. Completely unexplained. It's a big old... No one understands, you know? It's material, no. but there's, there's something completely immaterial inside it. We cannot explain it. Consciousness. Comple- yeah, completely unexplained. Yeah, did you see the, um, the image from... The first image from the James Webb telescope? Yes, yeah, it's yeah. cool. Very weird. Very cool. Very powerful.
0: Even uh, when they took the first... They took, like, a test-like f- photo, just, like... Not calibrated or anything, just to see if the thing basically worked or not. Mm. And they took a photo and they're like, "Wow, this is like one of the most like detailed photos of space that we've ever had, and it's not even calibrated, right?" Yeah, yeah. And then they took another it's one, like, it's like in focus. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're not in focus, not pointing the right part of the sky or anything. Mm. Then they took another one. It's like, wow, you could see mm. like everything. Yeah, <laughs> you can so see much galaxies stuff. out there.
1: Mm. Mad. Like, what could they see? Like, realistically, is anything looking back? Yeah, what's looking back, bro? It's definitely something looking back. You know, but, um, like, how far could they... Could they see someone standing on, like, fucking, you know... um, I don't know, there's no rocky planets that far out. Like, Mars or something. You know? I don't even like think they need... A, I don't even think they need, a, like, a telescope that strong to do that. Sure they need, wouldn't really, yeah. But, yeah. say, like, a, a planet revolving around, the, you know, Alpha Centauri, mm. or like our nearest star. Would they be able to... Because they, they can zoom in. Because in other way like, they, they can verify the different, like, the... Uh, the atmospheric content of of, of uh, exoplanets, mm-hmm. like light years away, just yeah. purely based off uh, the refraction of light, uh, and the, the kind that of uh,
0: blew my mind when I found when I learned about that. Yeah, yeah, just like, based
1: just off how it, it, it when it passes through the sun, yeah, or it's it's near a star, it can you can detect. What gases are like on like, that planet? You can like read yeah. the
0: code of the universe that way. Yeah, it's like yeah. ones and zeros, and you can just match it up. And you're like, oh, this has loads of hydrogen and stuff like that, or whatever. Because mm. I was wondering, like, how do they know that? And then it's it's true light. You figure that out? Oh
1: man. It's mental, yeah. Absolutely wild. So, like, how? high resolution is this telescope like how much detail could it go into because it's only very very re- it's very recent technology that they can do this mm-hmm. but in other way, they don't tell us about the things that they can't actually do right now mm. you know so like what could they see because we already have multiple candidates for earth-like planets which yeah, they, are already known they and public knowledge. Them, don't they? yeah there's like there's like a dozen there's over a dozen I'm pretty sure um, which are uh like Public information is like this is a a planet which could hold life, it's very similar to Earth, yeah. Um, but like it's 2022, God knows what the thousand ten years is like. Oh, this planet definitely has life. We there's a fucking gray alien stand there waving at us, you know. We can see in this picture and stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah, who Um, knows?
0: Do you right? You know, that they've been like they've been more and more saying like. There's all this stuff happening, like, on Earth that we can't really explain. Like, there's these, like, you know, like the Tic Tac spaceship and stuff like that they, they saw. They wouldn't call it a spaceship, but, you know, that Uma, type of stuff.
1: Like, or whatever it's called. Whatever it's called. It was called. spinning around. It couldn't be natural.
0: It couldn't be. It's unnatural, but it's not technology that we have. Stuff like that.
1: Mm. Yeah. Do
0: you, do you believe in that type of stuff?
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, yeah. Because I read about that, and they're like... You know the way you always see those, those articles like, Oh, it's aliens. Yeah. And then there's some like, you know, actually it's not aliens like article. Yeah. You know, both those I hate those both those times mm-hmm. kinds of articles. But when like there's certain cases like that thing, like the Tic Tac spaceship, yeah. where you look into it and it's like the uh, there's people going like, Oh, that's clearly an alien spaceship and there's people like, Oh no, it could be this and they're both clearly wrong. It's like yeah. there's something there's something about the thing, the object which clearly isn't like doesn't have an easy explanation. Yeah. And it was in the solar system and so like, we should know what it is but yeah. we don't which is enough cause to be kind of like you know what's, what's what going is, on what with is that? this you know, know? like you, you don't need to say yeah. it's aliens i don't need to say this is definitely it's not aliens oh it's just like comic gas and stuff we can just say we don't know what the fuck that was you know hopefully there's a few cases of that though Where yeah like, yeah we, we can just leave the open question yeah we don't I mean, know what this is
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, can't really investigate it but it seemed to have you know moved in a certain Mm. Not in a random enough pattern. Like there was, there was. There seemed to be meaning in the way that
1: it was moving. It was. A, it seemed to have some kind of a, what you call it force behind it. Yeah. That wasn't accounted for in its kind of a, its rotation. Mm-hmm. There was some kind of a, I don't know what you, what you call it. Some the velocity in which it was moving, the direction and stuff, and the speed just wasn't. A, didn't seem to make a lot of sense. Yeah. There was. There had to be some kind of extra force acting on the object. Yeah. Which is well, that's the idea anyway.
2: Because,
0: like, surely that type of stuff happens a lot on Earth. We just don't see it because definitely. we're 70% water, you know? Like, how much is, like, deep water? Like, vast water that, like, no one's observing because why would you? Mm. You know? Yeah. There's definitely shit going on. Like the bloop. The bloop? Yeah. Did you ever see that photo of the shark that they saw? No, no. They they got this photo from a satellite of this shark, and it's fucking huge mm. massive shark Like it, it is like it, it's it's not a whale like it's the body of a shark yeah but it's massive like the size of a, of a bus
1: yeah what, what is it like old
0: uh, it's like recent enough Let's see if we can
1: pull this up right here mega shark
0: I think uh, they're they like <laughs> it's megalodon it's not fucking megalodon but it's you know Sure, <laughs> mm.
1: so sharks are sound as well I'm gonna
0: look this up now and it's gonna come around to be a fucking hoax or something now I guarantee you <laughs> On satellite. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> the Google Maps? <laughs> I always do that because Google Images used to be the first one. That's it yeah, there.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. What the fuck is that?
0: And, like, yeah, there was a side by side photo of it beside, like, taken at the same scale. Mm. And it's bigger than, than, like, American school buses. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing is that the only links says th- up of this are to, uh, youtube videos so there's a wait what's this nbc boston is that a megalodon massive shark caught off caught on camera off coast of new england that's not that's not the same thing that's, that's just a, a random big shark that's a big fucking shark that's a big old shark but like there's so much in the ocean that we don't know anything about like I big ass sharks hmm
1: they're living, they're living, they're alive, they're, you know. They're pure dinosaurs, bro. Like, <laughs> mm. sure, they discover species that were thought extinct every now and then as well. Did you ever see that? Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, this this thing went extinct like 10,000 years ago. Oh, wait. We found it at the no, bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, <it's> still here. <laughs> still just chilling.
0: It's still chilling. It's like, you know,
1: as it was mm. a million years ago, you know. So there's definitely things. There's stuff around us, you know, like it did. A- we're chopping.
0: It's a like surely like there's no way that we're the only thing. Like that oh, is no way. that is like mathematically impossible. Mm. Or like next to impossible in terms of likelihood.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't even say it's a question. In my opinion. My yeah. my insane opinion. I don't, think I don't even think that's I don't even think that's mildly a hot take. Nah, that's not really a hot take at all, is Unless it? you're you know, right wing absolutely aliens <laughs> don't exist. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like oh yeah, it's like the reptilians, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some guy actually asked me like sincerely about the reptilians the other day. I was like, "What the fuck? It's such a witten work." I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Uh, no <laughs> so bizarre. What but, did you um, say to him? I was just like, "Could be, Could, <laughs> maybe, bro. who knows, man? <laughs> 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 who knows?" You know,
0: the aliens. You know, maybe they're already in us. You know, maybe they're. Yeah,
1: already. you see, um Shinzo Abe, got shot
0: that's a. Chinese?
1: Japanese, Japanese. The ex-Japanese prime minister. Yeah. Yusha. But lots of weird things. I was, I was, someone someone just mentioned this on Twitter. So A lot, lot of weird things happening. Like, Do you believe in the kind of thing where there'd be a cascade of events? Where there'd be a sign that some, there's a paradigm shift, if you will. Where something weird, you know, one thing just, just happens and everything just kind of kicks off. Do you think that could happen yeah you know a spirit some kind of world spirit which is like this is the moment because like like, why did he die he just got shot by some random cunt you know out of nowhere
0: weird stuff happens though like like even you know
1: there's a lot of people <laughs>
0: there's a lot of people on this earth <laughs> there do be a there's, lot of people there's here. a lot of possibilities There's a lot of uh uh what's what i'm looking for like sequences that can happen you know mm. yeah, yeah are like is there something going on in terms of you know like Dimensional beings, you know, intervening,
1: yeah, but even know? like it's like bad code, you know, like you have you make one mistake and then it's, it's like, it's, bad, like a, it's like a some it's like some one a thing, goes mutation, wrong, yeah, and then it makes everything it just spreads like a virus. I imagine that was the f- like
0: cracking the atom, it was like we were not meant to do that. That's the first, yeah, code. that was the moment where like mutation went completely wrong,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's like if you harness this energy in a different way, it could have been absolutely utopian, but we're after going down the wrong route, yeah, maybe, you know. Do you think like um? Okay, this is. Right. Do you think that like how do I describe this? Like, uh life and evolution and stuff like that moves forward all the time. Mm. Do you think that humans are one step in a process to cause something else? Like, are we re- are we really the sex organs of technology? Is technology the next life? For Earth, for Earth, and mm. we're just you know we're the monkey the the monkeys before humans be, became, right now for technology we're the monkeys we're the monkeys and they're the humans
1: and they're the next thing the next step who knows who you knows? know well, that would have to be predestined wouldn't it
0: and that's that's like how you know you get into you get um. Uh, you know, intergalactic travel and stuff like that. Like Robots, humans physically are unable to do that. Mm. Robots, though, on the other hand, they can live forever. Yeah, yeah. They could live, you know, for thirteen billion light years or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, there's there's like this theory. It's a stupid theory that someone came up online. It's just science fiction, basically, but it's like uh, I think there's an actual story it's based on, but uh, it's like this uh, artificial artificial what is the like that mm-hmm. artificial intelligence who lives in the future yeah, or is created at some point in the future. Uh, but has time-traveling capabilities. So it's already exists. In a fourth-dimensional plane, it mm-hmm. already exists in the future. Yeah. It has been made, yeah. It does not exist. It will not exist for a long time, but it does exist in the you know fucking superposition of space-time mm. at some point.
0: It's like drawing dots on a... Because we live in a 3D realm, Yeah, yeah. and then you've got a 2D piece of paper, so we can just draw any point on a 2D plane, and that's like time travel.
1: Yeah, yeah. Within the 2D realm. And this thing can travel... Back in time, mm. through the fourth or the third dimension or mm-hmm. whatever, but basically it can make sure that, uh, or it exists in some split-off version of our timeline because there's obviously an infinite infinite possibilities. Mm-hmm. One of those possibilities is that this AI exists and it goes back in time, and you know all human history is basically, um, like a a way of stewarding the creation and the development of this AI it's mm-hmm. going back and killing off all the other timelines to ensure that it's uh, allowed... It's like to a Terminator. Be, yeah, allowed <laughs> to be created. And yeah. to, it's basically like Terminator, yeah. Um, but it's ensuring that it doesn't... Yes, yeah, it is. it like is. It's, it's we, Skynet, basically. Yeah, yeah, we don't deviate. Yeah, yeah. But anyone who tries to go against it will be killed and terminated, literally. Mm-hmm. So that's I'm literally just describing the plot of Terminator, but <laughs> yeah. like that's it's a more complicated way of yeah. describing it, yeah. Well, I think that's a. I think it's a pretty realistic poss- possibility. You know, because
0: like, how do you explain weird shit happening? You know,
1: yeah, I don't think it's maybe maybe it's not like you know on purpose, but it's just kind of like the way things move. You know, things kind of trend towards more complexity. Yeah. And stuff like
0: that. Have you heard of the thing though that you can travel forward in time, just not back in time, and stuff like that? Ah, yeah, that's we're, we're traveling
1: forward in time right now. Yeah, but you
0: can accelerate it, like because we because we know you can move forward in time. Mm. There's a possibility that you can just speed that up. How? I don't know. That's the theory. Like well, the, you, can, you
1: can if you traveled at light speed and um, you travel one year at light speed, like that's like a fucking... And you come back here, it's like loads of time has passed. Mm, it's like,
0: but like within... Like you don't have to move away from Earth. Like you can do it within Earth. Like within... You can jump forward on the, you know, the 4D spectrum. You can go forward in time. You just can't jump back.
1: Really? I don't that's, know.
0: That's the idea. And that's the, the reason idea. why, you know, because why if you know if time travel is possible mm. why hasn't anyone come back and told us that the idea is that it's because you can't go back in time you can only jump forward in time
1: oh mm. uh, yeah well it's definitely possible to jump forward in time yeah mm. you literally you would just have to travel at the speed of light yeah but that's just moving because you know because space is also time you have, we have to move somewhere i'm pretty sure
0: yeah the what's it relatively Relative yeah. relativity.
1: So you travel one light year away and then come back. It's an instantaneous journey. Murph! That's yeah. That's an instantaneous journey for you, but two years have passed. Yeah. You had to travel for two years in time instantaneously. Yeah. Uh, but obviously you wouldn't survive that trip because light speed, bro. Yeah. That's like ten thousand G or something. Yeah, You'd be like That's
0: why I need robots.
1: <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You know? Or Tom Cruise and Top G- Gun ever. Yeah. <laughs> he can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's moving quick enough. The G Force. It's nothing on him.
0: Yeah, fucking time, man. Like a billion years, stuff like that. That's nothing, you know?
1: If you're traveling at light speed, that's... It's like that. Traveling a billion light years that way, ah, fuck all. How many stars, when they shot that, took that
0: photo, how many of those things are already gone?
1: Ah, a lot of them, yeah. Yeah. Just loads. I think there's quite a few. When you look up, there's loads that aren't there. Yeah. That aren't there, you know?
0: Looking at the light of a dead star. It's just... Yeah. The light's only getting here now. It
1: still lives on. That's the thing. It's not really dead, is it? It's still there. Well, it's images. Yeah, you know, space images. Like, if, if an alien... <laughs> light is, images, yeah. Yeah, if an alien is... How does it work? If an alien's quite far away from here and he's looking at us... um, Is he seeing dinosaurs? Yeah, yeah, but the same with a I'd like, fuck that, I'm
0: not going on to that planet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's... Wow, there's like a megalodon under the water in there. <laughs> I'm like, like I'm, I'm not going in place there. The yeah. monster's there. But like, if they had a telescope pointed at this window right now and they saw us and they're like, you know, fucking, you know, a hundred light years that mm. way. Uh, they'd see us 100 years from now, they'd see our image, even yeah. though we're long dead. Or maybe we're, we'd still be alive. Nah, I'll still be kicking. <laughs> don't 124. Don't know about you, bro, but I'm still
0: kicking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Im- to immediately hook myself up to one of those Matrix machines, you know? Mm. Hop into the
1: the Matrix. I'm going to die in the Robo Wars of 2064. I, I As a cyborg. Yeah, you yeah, know, I'm going to go forward in time and fight
0: Terminator. <laughs> 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 I am... Um, so I did a Van Gogh museum thing, not oh, the one yeah. that was in the RDS. The one that there's one in Artean. It's like a traveling mm. one. Uh, Behind the like Mister
1: Price, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's actually, man, it's actually proper good. Yeah. It's
0: it's proper good, but they have a VR section. You pay an extra five, or you get to stick on VR goggles. What would Vincent
1: think? <sighs> He'd be like, "What the fuck?" He'd be like, "What the like?" That. He'd be like, sacred blue. Man, even in terms of like.
0: Yeah, he was Dutch, so... Well, I, like, <laughs> I don't speak any Dutch, You'd so... I'm like, like, whatever their language is. <laughs> yeah, <whatever. laughs> um, but uh, that was my first time ever using VR. Never used it before. Have you ever used VR?
1: No, but they had a trial run at work where I could have got a free headset. It's and I tried wild. to order it, and it was too late. It's
0: wild. Holy shit. Was it's it good. Like I'll tell you how good it is. I was able to convince my family to uh, chip in with me so we can buy our own... Headset, <laughs> like you, you, you've you've ordered one. On Monday, I'm ordering one. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. how <laughs> much is it? Is it Oculus? Oh no, I'm getting I'm getting one of the Meta ones.
1: Oculus, isn't it? Yeah, Facebook.
0: Yeah, is it? Yeah, Oculus. Yeah, it's called the.
1: They bought Oculus anyway.
0: The so. Meta Quest Two is the one that I'm going for. Oh, it's right. completely wireless. You don't have a decent computer or anything like that. It's all plug in. You're good to go. All oh, right. No wires, no nothing. So I was like, I'm getting that one. Um. But, like, I've never experienced VR before. Like, ever. And, you know, that they're like, oh, yeah, you can get motion sickness from it. I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Whatever. I was sitting on it. Ch- so, we're sitting on these, like, high chairs. And the way it starts, like, the, the Van Gogh one starts. Or Van-, Van... Yeah, Van Gogh. How do you pronounce Van Gogh? Van Gogh, yeah. Van Gogh. You can um, say Van Gogh, but, like, fuck Yeah, that. if you're pretentious. <laughs> and uh, we're sitting on this high chair. And uh, the way it starts off is that you're sitting down in, you know, in the in the bedroom you know that painting like you're sitting in the actual his bedroom mm. and then he stands up and I didn't give me any warning that I was about to stand up I was like well, I actually started like kicking back I was like Jesus and like mm. there's a bit of, like he's walking down the stairs like fucking hell it wasn't like I was nearly leaning forward in the chair and I was like if I lean too far forward I'm gonna fall off this fucking chair yeah, yeah. like it does it actually does give you motion sickness mm. and like I was seeing stuff in front of me and I could hear my mom and my dad and whatever talking I was like this is so like, I imagine sticking on a decent pair of headphones, not being able to hear anyone around you, just like w- in the VR. Man, I say it is trippy as
1: fuck. VR porn.
0: Yeah, no, I'm actually not wanting that. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like that's was, that's gonna be the first use. No nah, man, I was this. That'll like, be the first mass consumption of, of VR probably.
0: Probably will because that's what the internet's mostly
1: used for. But I don't. Yeah. Th- I think there's
0: something. There's something, well, there's yeah, something
1: real it? sad about that. <laughs> about that. <laughs> about VR porn. Yeah. Well, it's just VR, isn't it? Just like it's just hijacking your senses, isn't it? You know, it's not it's, it's, really, it's using your senses for things that it's not used to. It's like the well, same with TV and stuff like that.
0: Like who's jerking it with a fucking
1: VR headset on? A lot of people. It's uh, yeah, I'm saying. That, yeah, a lot of people. It's the exact same as with a computer, like. Yes, yeah, suppose. Ah,
0: yeah, but like you know, it's easier with a computer. Put a phone in it. <laughs> <laughs> I think people that use their laptops
1: for porn are fucking freaks as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a mouse and all. Mm. <laughs> you dirty bastard. <laughs> but yeah, what? Well, well, yeah, what was? What do you think about VR? The VR space? Are you, are you now into the metaverse? Are you buying in?
0: I think I am because I want to. Cause, like I was just seeing like stuff that you could do and like there's like apps where you can paint on a three D space mm. like you draw on like in the air and you can walk around what you've drawn is, it's a 3d image and stuff like that mm. stuff like that watching netflix in a fucking cabin in the middle of the woods beautiful fire
1: snow outside well, watching watching tv in vr isn't that a bit weird
0: but you can do th- i never even thought about this before you can watch 3d films and they will actually be like actually coming towards you and you can oh, like yeah, look around the image and stuff like that mm. like you could do actual 3d
1: mm. yeah real 3d yeah.
0: real 3d and once i heard that i was like oh i had to try that And like you know games and stuff like that whatever mm. L- less of the games more so the walking around in cities and stuff like that yeah yeah being in spaces that you could that like don't exist that aren't real
1: yeah but could be real
0: mm. You know?
1: It could open up possibilities, but it is—is is it not also a bad thing? Do I think don't think so. He- really?
0: I, no, genuinely, I think, I think it's one of those things that is just like get on with it, bro. <laughs> like get it's happening. TV. I mean, you can either hate it or embrace it. You know. Mm, I suppose. Same thing with aliens.
1: Yeah, just one of those things. Same and, thing with vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> vaccines, bro. Just Get on with it, bro. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> we we trashed the metaverse multiple times. We, we've, we've spat facts about them. Yeah, but like, you we've know. We've also never. T- I've never tried VR. Yeah, I've never tried
0: that. VR. Now tried, I'm like, oh, I never mind. <laughs> I'm on <all> in, bro. <laughs>
1: this episode is, by the way, sponsored, sponsored by. by sponsored <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is a film podcast, and for 36 minutes, we haven't talked about
1: films. <laughs> ah, sure. Look, we're, 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 uh, we're evolving with the times. Yeah. This is now a VR podcast. We have
0: no news. We can just fucking we,
1: we should We should do a VR episode. We should. Imagine that. Where we're like directly talking to the, to the listener and have like a, you know, your man Francis Bourgeois, where he has the thing at the top. No. You know, the train guy on TikTok who watches trains. And yeah. Stuff? Yeah. He has a yeah. weird kind of like fisheye lens. Yeah. People could listen to the podcast and like look at us at the same time with that fisheye lens in VR. <laughs> Imagine that. That's, <laughs> that the sounds fu- great. that's the future. That is the future. Get on with it.
0: Yeah. That's the, cause like, I feel like podcasts are friendship simulators in some sense. So imagine it's like porn. It's like porn, but for <laughs> other reasons, I guess. Other <laughs> satisfactions are met.
2: Um, <laughs> like, but
0: you like you start an OnlyFans. The next, the next thing for podcasts is that you're going to be literally sitting in the room while people are podcasting,
1: mm. and just listening to them, and just listening to them, yeah. and just
0: sitting there. You know, I feel like most of our mates don't get a word in when we're talking, so it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, but then you can have live. We could do live podcasts, but, like, not be in the same room. Yeah. Surely, if that's, well, like, that's if it's immediate feedback.
0: Well, you could do... That's one of the things... That it, could, are, like, it
1: could be my meta-avatar. Yeah. You know, for, and your meta-avatar yeah, sitting in, like, a simulation, a simulation of the pod. And, yeah. like,
0: we could literally be floating through space mm. talking about films or whatever. Yeah, it'd be weird. That would be weird. Like, that's the next topic. Or in a movie. Or, like, you're doing... um, You're talking about, you know, dinosaurs or, you know, like, animals or... Or even you're talking about a film and you're in the film while you're talking about it. Like yeah. you're you're able to reference things real easy because you're looking at you're literally looking at it happening around you.
1: Yeah, like Zizek.
0: Yeah. You know, it's literally you know, it's it's they live taking on, on and off the classes, you know?
1: <laughs> We're putting them on though. We're putting them on, they're not coming back <laughs> off until you're not Zizek. <laughs> I'm sick of this.
0: <laughs> but like that's a like the
1: like the, the, the idea of VR. And the capabilities
0: of it and, like, the potential
1: is mind-blowing. Ah, it definitely has potential. It could be used for a lot of good.
0: Do you, like... Why do you think that a lot of people fear that type of stuff? Like, the... Not even, like, the fear of, like, the unknown aspects of technology. Why Mm. do people
1: not like the idea of it? Me, personally, it's the people who control technology. True. You know? Well, Meta, the CIA. Yeah. You know, the US government. They're the main ones kind of pushing it. That's a big bad thing but it's also like same thing with tv cinema talkies all those things people are like oh this is a lot of bollocks this is like weird dystopian the fact that we're just staring at like a tv is like you know we should be talking to our families and friends mm. but that's just part of life um but there is also the you know the aspect of tv where it is used for basically mind control on like a huge scale um which is but that's a the technology itself is kind of uh agnostic it's how you use it and who who's using it for what purpose yeah that's 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 where people I think get kind of freaked out.
0: I'm even just thinking like <clears throat> like in the most like advanced sense of this, journalism and stuff like that. Mm. Like you can't you can't tailor the story to something if like if you know an event is happening and it's somehow, you know, captured perfectly as it happened. And then stuck into, you know, onto a VR headset, you know, into the metaverse, whatever, like that. Mm. And then you can walk, you can walk around and literally see what happened. What do you mean? Like, there's like, there's no, like, like, as if, like, you're walking through a film set, but you're walking through an actual life event that has been perfectly recaptured and put back.
1: Like a terrorist attack.
0: Like a terrorist attack. Or, you mm. know, like, uh, you know, like, what, like, whatever. I can't think of a case, like, um something, ca- a case where, like, a murder a murder something like that you know you can walk around the crime scene and like see mm. what happened but then
1: you can also it's very easy to edit that as well yeah
0: well that's the thing that's what i mean like, it has to be mm. perfect like it would la- literally have to be it would have exactly be, what happened it so, would have to
1: be a map that perfectly matches the territory which is impossible and
0: you'd need and i think like history and stuff like that you need context
1: mm. oh, i'll be good for history and stuff yeah learning mm. a great learning tool yeah an you amazing know. learning tool. Yeah, to be at the GPO in nineteen sixty. Oh, look around, there's yeah. there's James. There's Willie. <laughs> there's, there's that other guy. There's <laughs> the other one. Yeah. <laughs> you have to know all their names, they're gonna shoot you in fifteen seconds. It's like a history test. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh no, yeah. There's just the potential for VR and like just technology as we're going forward is
1: nuts. Yeah. Mind blowing stuff. Interesting times ahead. Mm. The parapod will be Fully on board, we'll no matter what. We'll be more powerful than ever. We will be... We'll, we're going to be, you know, sticking the pedal to the metal, accelerating into the future, no matter what. Mm-hmm. We don't care about the ramifications. Nope. Or Head any first. possible negatives. Head first. <laughs> into the future. Into the void.
0: Oh, no, yeah. Just, like, that was it. So interesting. So cool. Mm. You know? Even, uh, like, just... <laughs> like, for nature. That is the thing that I want. Like being able to sit beside an ape in VR, mm. seeing, you know, the actual size and stuff like that. Even like, 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 you know, my cat, just before we were on the podcast, butchered a bird, just butchered her, ate her. That was brutal. Brutal. Horrible to see. She's just munching on it. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck is she doing? And I just see a claw on the ground, like a little bird's claw. I was like, great, great, thanks for that, Millie. That's, love to know that my cat's a murderer. <laughs> uh, but just able to see like, Brutal nature up close but being perfectly safe.
1: Brutal nature.
0: You know, like tigers and shit. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh,
0: shit. Oh. Um, man, cats. Cats are wild. Uncaring little bastards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really are. Murderous. Mur- murderous little vindictive evil
1: fuckers. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah dogs don't
0: have that but like cats are still like feral.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to. Uh, that's why I respect cats so much. Mm. They're just They real. maintained that that animal instinct. They're just real, yeah. They don't give a f- give a flying rat. They don't give a monkeys. They couldn't give monkeys about the monkeys that control them. We don't even control them. They control no. us.
0: Do you think that that's bec- like dogs? Dogs have can have very human characteristics mm. because they've stuck around us for so long. Most cats don't have that because they don't need us. Yeah. But Dogs need us.
1: Yeah, dogs kind of need us. I suppose cats also need us. Like,
0: But a cat can just fuck off and be fine by itself.
1: Yeah, but it will, you know, not live as long as love.
0: Yeah, but, like, I don't think a cat really cares about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's here for a good time, not a long one. That's <laughs> true.
1: That is very true. Yeah, cats don't have a... Cats are very emotional, though, as well. They're, you know, very social animals.
0: Some of them are. Mine
1: is not mine's yeah.
0: like she's still she's kind of feral
1: mm. oh, but they still they love socializing and stuff mm. like they get very lonely you know do they yeah yeah cats get really lonely oh, i
0: suppose yeah like like tigers and stuff that aren't
1: yeah oh, tigers are oh, they, they have packs in the wild very...
0: and stuff yeah well, lions he... do but tigers don't are tigers tigers are very solitude mm. yeah but they still they
1: still like hanging out and stuff even territorial they're when they go mental when another cat steps into their territory that's just like, this is my, you know, this is my fam. Yeah. You know, this, what pro- are you doing? I'm protecting my, my land with all my, my homies on it. like Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm. They, they're just not like, because dogs are just really like on the nose, you know? Yeah. They're like, oh,
0: give me a pet Stupid dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> goofy <laughs> bastards. Yeah,
1: they're really goofy. Whereas cats are just so like refined and like mysterious, mm. you know? They, <laughs> they hold the secrets. They could be the AI from the future, you know, shepherding us into our, our eventual doom. Yeah, <laughs> or our salvation. Maybe, yeah. Like oh, how? that's that'd be a great sci-fi film. The dogs are the ones trying to trick us into our doom, and trying the cats to keep are just like, complacent. Yeah, yeah. Keep us cozy. Keep yeah, us dumb. Like, oh, come give me a pet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Be be an idiot. Yeah. Oh no, the cats are like just like, oh, you know, be come feral. On. Yeah, be feral. Be be like me. You know,
0: be a bit wild. Mm-hmm. I would. <laughs> what's your like dream pet?
1: My dream pet.
0: Like I think I would love to have like a pet monkey. Like I mean, like. <laughs>
1: or you should clip that yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be clipped. Oh, that's great <laughs> I think I would love to have a pet monkey but like you know not not this not the actual reality of having a pet monkey I love the idea of having a pet monkey but like mm. a monkey in the wild and that's my pet and he just fucks over and he's like what's the crack on I'm like yeah give me knuckle touch like, whatever
1: curious George yeah but he's yeah. like
0: is he a monkey yeah he is a monkey
1: yeah I saw the most fucked up thing at work the other day where someone had like a pet monkey and like they couldn't uh, keep it very well just because like monkeys aren't supposed to be kept as pets. No, they're not. It uh, genuinely depressed me for the entire day after I watched Wait, it. What happened? So, it was just really fucked up. Yeah. I'm not even gonna talk about it. But anyway, yeah, I, I'd also love to have a pet monkey, but uh, <laughs> <that's> like, <laughs> that can't happen. <laughs> no, no. But um, yeah, like a, a, a sidekick, like an anime sidekick or something. You know? Yeah, you just... like you also like sometimes talks in like desperate situations where I'm like at my wits end.
0: Yeah, and it's like help me, monkey.
1: He's like oh, <laughs> he goes up and does something. <laughs> Maybe he has a hat that makes him super smart. Have you ever <laughs> seen that
0: fucking video? of The monkey on the on the scooter running over and trying to nick a baby. No, no. Have you never seen that video? No. Oh no, no. my god! Hold on, I need to show you this fucking video. Um, this fucking monkey, uh, is like runs up, like <laughs> comes over. I think he's on a mini bike or something. Um, this this fucking video. This is one of the craziest videos I've ever seen. It just pulls up <laughs> and just tries, to, and like he <laughs> comes back from him and is trying to steal what the baby. The fuck.
1: Uh, has has a has, has a, has it has a bike a, it has a tiny monkey bike it has a bike that's made for monkeys <laughs> 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 look at it I was expecting the uh, the anchor to say is, uh, the monkey was part of a uh, wild biker gang <laughs> that operated <laughs> in the city of Jakarta like,
0: like that kid is way bigger than that than that monkey
1: mm. and like oh, that's why you couldn't get her pulling, him no, but like pulling on him no bother mm. ah, they're very strong my know.
0: god monkeys are strong they're
1: very strong like gorillas like yeah oh my god ever see that uh ever see the gif of the of the monkeys uh i have seen this <laughs> <it's> so funny <laughs> it's a monkey ambulance yeah. and they put their mate on the thing and
0: then they, and then they just run away with him but they, they, keep, uh, they, they, keep, <laughs> going. they keep going
1: uh, <laughs> the monkey falls through
0: the fucking
1: what what are those things called? the stretcher the stretcher yeah, yeah. A, they have a monkey stretcher for their monkey mate and they put him in the stretcher and then they just get up and run away uh, but he falls <laughs> he through because fall he's so fat <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a really dark story behind that game Oh, well. I'd say so. Yeah. i say most monkey stuff that you see... It's horrible. i think like
0: most cute animal videos you see, there's something real dark behind yeah, it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's like... You know, it's... Hi- the internet hijacking the senses. Yeah. You, just, you just see the immediate image. There's you don't no, think about what's happening behind the scenes.
0: It's the thing with history. You need the context.
1: Yeah, if, if there was VR, we wouldn't have that situation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you need <laughs> if VR. Like, wait a second, those monkeys are tied up.
0: Well, yeah, there's chains in those monkeys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> My God. But yeah... Well, we finally talk about a film? <laughs> we go for a break? You know, no, no, we we'll going <laughs> I'll, I'll break. I'll, I'm going to briefly talk about Wreck 4, and then... Let's we, do it. Yeah. And then we'll go for a break. Right. So, I watched Wreck 4, finished off the Wreck franchise. Our big question was, does Wreck 4 have the aspects that were missing from Rec 3 that made Wreck 1 and 2 so good?
2: Mm.
0: And the answer is... kinda.
1: Because <laughs> this is the other guy.
0: This is the other director. This is... one of they... This is the Whatever other, his name was Whatever it. Director. There's two directors for Rec One and Two. One of them went off and made Rec 3, which was bad but not terrible. And then the other director went off and made Rec 4, which finished off the franchise. And in a similar sense to Rec 3, it's bad, but it's not terrible. Mm. It has It's so what happens is that the original girl from Rec One and Two Essentially she wakes up and she's on a boat. And the boat is, like, there's a bunch of scientists and, like, military people. And they're investigating the the virus of whatever is going on that's causing zombies to happen. So she has, in REC 2, we see that she was infected with the parasite, the demon parasite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, like, this is, like, a big massive worm thing. This thing's fucking big. Oh. Like, it's, like, the size of my arm and it went slither down her throat mm. and uh she has that inside of her and they have actually talking about monkeys uh the <laughs> speaking, <laughs> of monkeys, <laughs> speaking of monkeys yeah, they they have uh, the scientists are like testing the virus out on monkeys and one of the monkeys escapes and he bites someone and we have a bunch of zombies on a boat and we have a very self like a, a similar thing to the building in Rec 1 and 2 with a small, tight area filled with zombies. Mm. There is some good and some bad in this film. This is not a found footage film either. This is, like, straight up just like a normal film. Mm. No found footage at all. And, uh... It uses that to, like, be also a very basic average film.
2: <laughs> mm.
0: Um... And like there's not like it's not very well shot it's like there's like handheld kind of sequences where like the camera like you know the way like not like found footage but like the camera is handheld to like show the intensity of the scene or whatever Yeah. but there's just there's still something missing the intensity of the first two aren't there and it just there's nothing that differentiates it from other zombie films except for the fact that it's on a boat Mm -hmm. that's like the only thing and it's not, like, there's this thing as well where, like, like, by the end of this film, there is so, like, so many zombies die in this film. Mm. So many zombies die in this film. But the crew and the scientists and the army didn't, never appeared to be that big. Like, I feel like what's missing in this film is establishing, like in Wreck 1 and 2, how many people are on this boat. Because by the end of it, there's like 30 zombies chasing them at one point. And like, there's How no... How big is the boat? It's like a... Like a big boat. Like a... Like a... Like a yacht? Like a... Yeah, like a, a big yacht. Mm. But like, a kind of like a fishing boat kind of oh, Okay. like yeah. a big like a deadliest catch kind of thing one of those type of boats ah, all right. so you're like you a know, trawler a trawler like basically like a big and not, we're not even the size of a trawler like the boat that's in like uh, King Kong like the 20, 2008 2008 yeah, one yeah, like yeah. one of those type of boats yeah King Kong um, boat like a big enough boat to carry King Kong <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a unit you're yeah. describing boats it's <laughs> gonna so take two King Kongs <laughs> and that's like one of the planes uh, uh, That's like a fucking aircraft carrier yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But like, like, it just seems like there's an endless amount of zombies in this film, and a lot of them die. Like a lot of them, like they get butchered. Like there's a... they get like um, a propeller, mm. in a boat. They've a little propeller, and they're just zo- like a chainsaw. Essentially, zombies in half with it. Uh, they're they're shooting zombies. They're beating zombies. They're just like straight up like beating the piss out of some zombies because they don't have any weapons. They're so, like fuck mm. this. So they're just bashing the zombies' heads up against walls and stuff like that. Um, there's references to the events of Wreck Three. So they say like, yeah, like we thought it was self contained in this building, but then another outbreak happened over here. Um, so within the world of Wreck, it is just like two breakouts happen simultaneously at the same time. That's what happened um oh no it's um like I actually don't have that much to say because it's kind of a whatever film um it actually ends on a note where like it could they could make another one because the parasite doesn't die it ends up getting eaten by a fish but that means that it's gonna take over the fish is it not like a
1: demon though it's a demon de- bug demons hardly take over fish um, ever heard of a de- demonic fish
0: well the Yeah, it's called Jaws. (laughs) Jaws? He wasn't haunted, though. (laughs) He was an evil fucking... (laughs) (laughs) He was an evil, vindictive bastard, though. Yeah, he was just a haunted shark. Sharknado, you know?
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: Um, It's fine. I, like... I actually think that Rec 4 might be the worst one because it's the one that has, like, so little memorable moments
1: to it. it. Is it different from Rec 3? Yes. In a way that, like, if you put them together, you'd be like, "Mm, maybe this would be good. No, this oh, is weird. Yeah, because that was the theory, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, yeah. A,
0: like, it doesn't, it's not like if you got REC 3 and REC 4 and stuck them together, you get ro- REC 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't understand how they made REC 1 <laughs> and 2. <laughs> I don't understand that. Yeah. Maybe it's a different writer or something. Maybe the writers involved. Different yeah. cast and crew to, like, you know... Be like, I, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> I think there's, like, different cinematographers and stuff like that and different writers for these films. Yeah, they
1: look really different. Yeah.
0: Like, they're not... It's such a weird franchise now. Now that I've seen the final two parts, uh, I actually do think it's like wreck one, best one. They increasingly get worse.
1: Yeah, yeah. So this is the worst one. Yeah. yeah,
0: this is the worst one because it's just nothing to it. When they come out? 2015.
1: Oh, wreck five isn't coming. Isn't forthcoming. I then, don't I think so. Uh, th- and this yeah. one's
0: wreck apocalypse. So
1: yeah, if they're going to make a new one, it would be wreck. You know, remake. Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> re- yeah, yeah, yeah. Rec Armageddon. Wreck Armageddon. wreck Revival. No,
0: Wreck-make. and make What? Remake, wreck make
1: yeah. yeah. The Wreck-make. The so, remake of Wreck. Yeah.
0: It's, it actually did do that. There is an American remake.
1: Or re rec
0: Re yeah, that's it. Re <laughs> wrecking again. Re record, <laughs> yeah, <yeah>. the reckoning. <laughs> yeah, the, oh my God, rec
1: five, reckoning. Yeah, yeah. They have no, they have to do that. Like they're absolute pussies if they don't yeah, do that. Even if this bombs they're like, we we well, we have to make. They have to do one. it. Like, <laughs> I don't
0: know Right, we go for a break. All right, I'm back to this.
1: And we're back from the break.
0: The break. <clears throat> Here to actually talk about films.
1: <laughs> we're we're going to be talking about it. Uh, a very dark film. Yeah, here's a, here's a fucking left turn. Here's a nice left turn into the house that Jack built.
0: Lars Sorry. von Trier. Uh, back again last time. Talked about, a good while ago, about Antichrist.
1: Yeah, Lars.
0: Big Lars. Big Lars. Big Danish filmmaker, mm, Lars. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, part of Dogma 95 and all that.
1: Mm-hmm. That's him.
0: Uh, this is his most recent film controversial film from 2018. Uh, A lot of people love it. A lot of people hate it. Uh, Some people think it's alright. We are not one of those people, though.
1: Yeah, I completely disagree with the people who don't like this film.
0: Yeah, I think this is a good film. And that is uh, not really a hot take, I don't think. I think, like... Although I I can kind of see why people might not like this film, because it is... It's a very grim film.
1: Yeah, it's really intense. That's a problem yeah. some people run into. But I think it's really good and accessible in a way that a lot maybe a lot of his films aren't. No, yeah. I think you know?
0: this is not as violent as Antichrist. But maybe its content is.
1: <laughs> it's just funnier as well. It's not as it's light, lighter. Yeah. Lighter there's content. moments of A lot of levity.
0: Yeah. Of lightheartedness that like ease it.
2: Mm.
1: Um, it's a funny movie, like. It's yeah, actually quite funny.
0: It's how do you describe the plot? Basically, film opens up um with a man talking to Verge, who he they're like walking through darkness, and they're both, you know, going on a walk and they're like talking about like, yeah, it gets like dark down here or whatever. You can kinda guess what's going on. And um Yeah, Jack starts to talk about art that he has made and um starts to talk about the murders he has made throughout his years as a serial killer, specifically four major events that he sees as his greatest works as a serial killer, and then we watch each segment. It's more or less split into four or five parts, and each one is detailing the murder that he committed. Um, so, first one, he's in a van. He picks up this woman on side of road, Uma Thurman, and um, she is extremely annoying. Yeah. and he mm-hmm. just clocks her in the head with a with a jackhammer.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, with a car jack. A car
0: jack, yeah. <clears throat> even, yeah. Not a jackhammer. A yeah. car jack. That
1: would have been a lot more violent. Probably. Oh, Jesus,
0: yeah. I'd <laughs> <laughs> Her face is fucking mangled.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I watched the O-rated version. I watched the th- the theatrical cut. Um, not before I first watched a few of the clips of the killings, because I wasn't sure what I was getting into. I don't like a lot of gore. So I watched a, a few clips on YouTube and other sites of... Uh, some of the content, the most famous scenes and stuff. And uh, the unrated cut, which is just the director's cut, is like two minutes longer. But yeah. it's just, it's just Lars one. leaving in. The gore. The gore. Mm-hmm. And then the theatrical cut is just a, li- a bit of the gore kind of cut out. Um, not even much of the gore. Yeah, bit. no, it's still quite gory. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the in the one I watched, like it's not, her face is pretty fucked up, you don't see a lot of it. A, mm. lot of, a lot of cuts. Yeah. Like it's, the, the gore is really in just the actual like, it's it's all on the cutting room floor, basically. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like you, you can see it's it's a it's a it's editing gore, basically, because mm-hmm. it's it's cut really badly. I think it just doesn't look very. It looks it's like clearly cut, and mm-hmm. um, in a way, it's really weird. Uh, but it is it's a it's a very very violent film, extremely violent. Jesus, yeah. Uh, but in a way that is kind <clears throat> of uh, like it, I felt a lot like it was a lot of, like Funny Games. Yes, very like Funny Games. Same kind of message as well, just about a uh, kind of like uh, lampooning. The uh, spectator as well, because mm-hmm. obviously Lars Von Trier is a rep for being extremely kind of distasteful. His films are very violent and yeah. like kind of fucked up, um, and That's... this film is kind of like shoving it in your face and, and... Like laughing at you for being disgusted by it, but also still watching.
0: And also like lampooning Lars Von Trier himself for creating this content, because um, I feel like Jack is. Lars more or less, like we can view not like not literally, but like it's a part of Lars Venture's psyche mm. um of him talking about how his art is extremely violent, and like that is what most people take away from his films mm. is the violence, but is there more to art than violence, yeah, you know that's it's a film about art, less so I feel like. There's loads of conversations about art, um, like architecture, because uh, there's a thing in the film where Jack is a a engineer, but he's always wanted to be an architect. Mm. He wants to be the person that designs houses, not, you know, physically build them. Mm-hmm. But this is the house that Jack built. <laughs> yeah,
1: he built his own. You know, House of Horrors or whatever. But yeah, it's, it's kind of like, it's way more enjoyable. It's the same point, it's the same message, the same kind of themes as Funny Games. Which mm-hmm. is a way better film, in my opinion. It's way easier to watch. It's a lot funnier. <clears throat> funny Games is like, you know, it's not. it does not do what it says in the tin. It's not funny at all. It's a horrible film. <laughs> I would never watch again.
0: I don't know, I disagree. I think that Funny Games is a better film because it's mm. it hits its point home more by not having any levity.
1: Yeah, yeah. but I like, It is a less enjoyable film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way, way harder to watch. I, I just, I did not, yeah, I didn't enjoy it at all. Mm-hmm. I just would never watch it again. Maybe it makes its point pretty well, but, uh, you know, it's a point that only needs to be made once. Mm-hmm. So I would never, ever watch it again. But this it, this film I probably would watch again, maybe if it was on TV or something. Just because it's, it's like, a, it's fu- kind of funny as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really fucked up. But obviously, it's not like, oh, Jack is so cool. Oh, no, he's a serial yeah. killer. It's like, whoa, he's going around. There was
0: a bit of me that was like, oh, fuck, is that going to be a thing in this film? Where, like, mm. the serial killer is somewhat idolized? Because that's a weird thing that we have in mm. our culture, I feel like. People are very interested in and kind of glorify serial killers.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is really, really weird. But mostly podcasts. Yeah. You know? And, like... Uh,
0: Like, true crime documentaries and stuff like that, Yeah,
1: true crime. The whole true true crime kind of uh, thing. Which is mainly women as well, which is really weird. Yeah. It's all about violence against women, but, like, women seem to love it. It's really fucked up. The people who are really into that, like, kind of creep me out.
0: Most, yeah, I feel like most most girls seem to be into true crime. Yeah. Like, some girls have told me some of the most horrible fucking cases of violence yeah, yeah. I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck do you listen to I that?
1: They're like, 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 on the bus in the morning, just listen to, like, to the most fucked up things you've ever mm. heard of in your entire <clears> life. <throat> it's really weird. But some people like it. Mm. Um, a lot of people like it. A lot of people really like it. But this film isn't like that really at all. It's nothing to do with that. It's just about, uh, it is about art. And he's, it happens to be about a guy who's a serial killer. Um, and it's telling, it's it conveying its message through that. And it does it really well. It does it really artfully and it's really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And Matt Dillon is Jack and he's extremely really, he's really good. He's a great actor. He's a great, he's an a amazing fantastic
0: actor. fantastic performance. Yeah, he's fantastic tops. Fantastic performance.
1: He is a legend.
0: He just plays this creepy little fucking weirdo really well. But also, like, Jack is very articulate. And like, there's moments where he's talking about art and specifically like, I guess horror films in general, like how violence does it take away from art? Like, you know, what is art? Because Jack views his murders as art. They're like, he has this bit where he's talking about icons. Mm. Um, and he says that the big, the most iconic, like icons can be great art. And what is more iconic than you know, uh, you know, fascist symbol- symbolism? You know, mm. Nazis. You know, there's a bit where he basically says aesthetic violence, aesthetic violence, and like now <laughs> he says this, and the film, like Virg, Virgil is, it is Virgil as well. Like Virgil is Virgil. It's Virgil
1: from Dante's Inferno. And um, yeah, because we're forgetting that point that it's, it's or whatever it is. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. Dante's Inferno. It's mm. the Divine Comedy. It's, uh-huh. it's Jack going to hell talking about his art mm-hmm. and talking about all the stuff that he's done. And Virgil is the romantic artist. Pure romance. He's talking about like how there can be no art without love and emotion. Mm-hmm. But Jack's point is that like you don't need those things to make great art.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which I would agree with. Oh, not at all. Yeah, you wouldn't you agree d- with that? No, I, I agree. You don't need that. No oh answer. no, yeah, necessarily. Yeah. You don't yeah. necessarily
0: like. You don't need to like. This doesn't need to be love in art for
1: it to be good art. Yeah, like war. You know, mm, a lot of yeah. great war art symbolism stuff like that. You know, war is an art form in itself mm-hmm. in a certain way. There's nothing. Yeah, the li- art of war. Yeah, there's yeah. There's a lit- book about it. There's literally a <laughs> book about it. Some guy wrote a book about it, <laughs> and it's not. There's no love involved in that. I'll tell you that. You know, no, no love. <laughs> You know, there's no in love. war, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's hot take. All is, but uh, what is it? All, all is fair in yeah. love and war, mm-hmm. but see, those are even Shakespeare says those are separate things, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and war, otherwise, you would have said and love, <laughs> in love. Just, just love. He added war, he <laughs> a war for a reason, you see.
0: Um, so he's there talking about like icons, and he's talking about, like, like, he literally basically says at one stage that like the Holocaust was a great icon, mm. so therefore, it, there's something artistic within it like even like the decimation that was caused throughout it there's an artful precision to it mm. and virgil's like you are the most despicable human i think i've ever had the displeasure of meeting <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah virgil's like what the fuck is wrong with you yeah. like the film itself isn't making that point the film is saying that That is a ludicrous point to make. That is a disgusting, vile thing to say.
1: Yeah, because it's actually a point that he has made in real life before. Yeah. Lars Yeah, <laughs> It's like,
0: I can identify with Hitler. Is yeah. What he said. That's what got that's him a, kicked out of cans. That's a
1: direct quote that he made, yeah. It's so funny. But yeah, I, I like the bit where he's talking about Albert Speer, like the like the Nazi architect mm. who uh, designed like these huge uh, buildings. I think like, the biggest stadium ever... It wasn't even built, but ever designed. Oh, yeah. I forgot the other yeah. thing. It was a million-man stadium, basically, which was supposed to be set up in a, in a forest in Germany. And they started building it, but never got never got made. Uh, but they had these, these huge infrastructure projects, which the Nazis uh, planned to build. Um, you know, just for, first to show off, basically, for the symbolism, mm-hmm. for, like, the, the glory of it, kind of like a Roman kind of buzz, you know? Mm-hmm. But that was the idea, like, that a thousand years in the future of the the thousand-year Reich these buildings would still stand as like a testament to the the glory they, of of Nazism.
0: Yeah, they would they would crumble slightly quicker. They'd, they, what was it? The art in decay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we look at like mm-hmm. the Colosseums and you know uh, ancient ruins as like amazing works of art, like the pyramids and stuff like that. Mm. Amazing works of art because they stand the test of time. Yeah, and that was that was at the point that that's like one of the things that like Jack is saying is like. I have immortalized my victims mm-hmm. from what I have done because I've made a great work. My my life has been turned into a, a work of art that people will study mm-hmm. and relate to. Like that's the whole true crime thing. The only thing is that like most people never remembered the victims.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like that's 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 the thing. Where you, like you look at the Zodiac and stuff. All his letters refer to uh, his victims as slaves in mm-hmm. the afterlife. Uh, like. They're not... He's not immortalized... He didn't immortalize the victims because no one knows really who the Zodiac killed. Like, name... The names are there, but no one knows their names. But they know the people <clears> as <throat> victims of the Zodiac. That's yep. that's how they're immortalized. That's how they're crystallized forever, basically, because mm-hmm. they are attached to his legend. Because they the never v-
0: asked to be part of this. Yeah, because of the violence that, mm-hmm. that
1: he, you know... That's a lot of serial killers did, yeah. did that kind of thing. Um, it kind of reminded me of Hannibal. The, you know the TV show Hannibal? Yeah because Hannibal has like a lot of the same things I've never really actually thought about the themes behind Hannibal uh, but it's a really great TV show about a very similar thing about like art and aesthetics and violence and stuff like that um, and it's really well made really well written um, but a lot of certain certain uh, sequences remind me uh, a lot of that just just how he kind of because uh, Hannibal would have like different parts where he'd go off on like soliloquies talking about art and like mm-hmm um you know pleasures and stuff like that uh cut over like uh you know him making a meal like mm-hmm. cutting open uh meats and stuff like that which are implied to be you know his victims and stuff and jack has kind of the same thing where he's just conversing with virgil about the the philosophy behind killing and like art as or killing as an art and the things is, like that the consequences of you, violence
0: yeah you cannot create without destruction yeah stuff yeah like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. um
1: which is really cool kind of Yeah, there's like
0: about. cool philosophy in the film. I even enjoy like this film is so ironic and like there's a bit where Jack is about to is about to murder he's like tied up a woman and he's about to murder her and he's literally saying to her like He's basically saying, like, uh, like you don't know what it feels like to be a victim. Like, you don't know the burden of being born a man and always being assumed to be a yeah, bad yeah. guy and stuff like that. It's like, he's literally going on this fucking incel rant mm. at her while he's about to literally murder her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like he talks about like feminism and stuff like that in the film. There's like loads of shit in the film. It's it's like a two and a half hour long film. Like it covers a lot
1: of topics. Mm. It's re- uh, I, that, that was a great sequence. It's mm. So so funny. Like it's so that, like fu- darkly funny. Yeah. It's like
0: darkly funny and like in a scene that is really
1: horrifying. Yeah, it's also really horrible. Yeah. It's a
0: horrible. It's, it's like one of those moments where like the film just like lets lets a scene play out, and like, it happens a lot of the time. Where, like it just lets a scene play out. Mm. And like it doesn't cut away to anything. Like most of the time, like when Jack's with one of the victims, you're there until he kills her. Mm. And most of the time, it is women. Like Virgil literally says to him one stage, like, Why are all your stories about women? Do you hate women? And which is the whole thing about Lars Rancher himself. It's like, hmm. "Why? why are you always victimizing women? Why are you murdering and brutalizing women? And like. <clears throat> questions of misogyny that are constantly thrown at Liars Venture, even for like, you know, the stuff that he did to Bjork on the set of um what's that film called? Dancing With Wolves or something? No, that's not the, <laughs> name of the film. Something wolves. Liars Venture's
1: Dances With Wolves. It's something <laughs> I can't
0: remember the name of it. Uh, yeah. I can't remember what the the Bjork film like he you know he, he through a lot of abuse Bjork, th- he yeah. abused during that film and stuff like that. Like Laurence is not a good guy. <laughs> mm. And this is this film is him talking about how he's a piece of shit. <laughs>
1: I suppose it is, yeah. there's a
0: lot of stuff that he's reflecting on his own art and like the shit that he's done. And the end point is, is that Jack goes to hell. <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: it's re- it's kind of edgy if you like look at it as a straight kind of like <clears throat> allegory for Mm -hmm. and it is kind of an edgy film anyway
0: but it's also ironic as fuck yeah
1: it's like really tongue in cheek which is why i think it's like you can like i I really really liked it yeah because it's just like it's so sharp and it's so like it's it really knows what it's doing Mm -hmm. Um, and i because it can deal with the topics in a way that isn't just like disgusting yeah like funny games i thought i thought just just disgusting you know it's just a film that isn't pleasant at all this film is like it it managed to, to talk about it It's themes, you know, which, you know, whatever, you can talk about, you know, Von Trier himself, um, but in a way that is watchable and that you can kind of converse with in your own head without being just appalled. Yeah. Because there is, like, a constant kind of tongue firmly in cheek Mm -hmm. throughout the entire film.
0: Yeah, and I think that stuff doesn't even take away from the violence within the film. Like... Nah, no, because it's so brutal. My God, this film goes fucking places. This yeah, shit in this film that I've never seen in other films. Kids getting, like, destroyed. It's so fucked up. Kids getting shot. Yeah. Like, fucked up. And butchered. And butchered. And, like, it, you watch it. Which is, like, the whole thing. Like, the film literally, like... It literally...
1: What was that? What was my phone? They're listening.
0: Why did my Google uh, assistant just light up there? <laughs> um... <laughs> um they talked about like kids being the most sensitive topic. How, I can't exactly remember exactly what it was, but it was something along the lines of like, like kids are the untouchable subject essentially. Like talking about like no one wants to talk about that type of stuff.
1: Yeah, because it's so appalling. Like, mm.
0: yeah. Um, but Lars Venture does <laughs> mm. <laughs> the mad fucker, and Jack does as well. Like, mm. and he, he does, and he does, and he shows you this, and it's absolutely revolting like there's nothing nice about Jack
1: yeah he's a horrible guy there's
0: nothing to idolize him for mm. which is unlike you know other films like you know American Psycho or something like that where people do idolize mm. uh, Patrick Bateman I think
1: he could idolize him certain people probably would but it's just because it, it's so it's kind of a trope now isn't it mm. that you yeah. wouldn't um, plus he's also kind of like a loser as well in a way yeah, complete loser. He's just a bit of a weirdo. Yeah, he's um, a fucking absolute he's loser. A strange character, but um, yeah, all the taboos and stuff like the film purposely steps on your toes, like, mm-hmm. which is That's stomping
0: down on those toes.
1: Yeah, yeah. In a way that you're like, I can see like this is the point. Mm-hmm. So it's not as like even the kid stuff is really over the top. Like <laughs> he like poses the corpse with like a smile and stuff because the kid was called Grumpy. Yeah, so and he like poses him in like his his corpse with like a grin. It's so grim, but it's also like this is purposely trying to wind me up mm-hmm. in like a way. And you're like, like no kid died, so it's like this is like you know, it's kind of dark. It's like a really dark humor, which just you know works. Oh, really just dark. Works. Real you know? dark. It works well. It's just it's still really fucked up though. The yeah. unrated version as well of like, the kid of the the scene where the hunting scene. It's just like that's yeah. intense as well. That's that's, that's it. really intense. I, I was shocked because it's a
0: movie as well. I was like,
1: mm, yeah, because it, it's, it's pretty realistic as well. Oh yeah, you know, because usually. It's like like headshots and stuff, or if you just, just people getting shot in general in, in films, or like it doesn't, you know, but like it looks in this film, like it looks pretty realistic, mm-hmm. it's really weird, shockingly realistic, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, because that's the point, yeah, yeah,
0: like this is a very shocking film, like that's kind of the point is that it's meant to shock you, which is like, um, the theatrical, like centering this film goes against the point of the film, mm. um, which is you know, kind of ironic as well. Um, we haven't even mentioned the fact that like the whole thing of, like Jack is also trying to build the dream house that he never finishes yeah. like he builds a house and then tears it down and builds a house and tears it down it's like what n- does that mean? yeah like what does that mean about art you know what does that mean about filmmaking what does it mean about you know trying to build a gaff
1: <laughs> maybe that's Von Trier setting out to do to you know Dogma 95 going back to the OG days mm. in the 90s you know he wants that perfect house that aesthetic masterpiece Instead, he gets sidetracked with all this weird shit killing, you know, violence against, like, taboos and, mm-hmm. like, all this weird stuff. Like, Jack's house at the end of the film is just, it's just a, like, this really basic structure made of corpses of people yeah. that he's killed. And he crawls into it and he finds himself in hell. So maybe that's Von Trier. It's like, <sighs> I was just fucking walked myself into a cul-de-sac here. Artistically, maybe. Yeah, I
0: think I can only I can only do one thing, and that's what like my career was start off to try and do something else, but I never finished what I wanted to do.
1: Because he got sidetracked. He got sidetracked
0: from making like you know shocking films. Yeah. Because that's is like, he is like a shock artist. Shock jock. A shock jock, like you Mm. know, like films like *Nymphomaniac*. Films like *Antichrist*. Films like uh, here's another one that's also another film that's also shocking, I can't remember the name of it, but, like, he's got loads of films that has, like, like, really hard violence and gore in it. And that's the main thing that people focus on, As the mm-hmm. main thing that he's known for, because, like, that was my thing with Antichrist, is, like, the whole philosophical points that you're making, like, you know, the whole thing about, even in the story, even in terms of, like, Antichrist, where, like, it ends up just being a very misogynistic take, I think. Like, the point of Antichrist, like, falls in on itself or just turns into misogyny mm. and the house Jack built is reflecting on that and reflecting like you can very easily look at like how he is talking about his career um, in a really weird way that I haven't seen other films do in like a negative way kind of like just in a way that he's like looking at what he's done mm. and like you know the end point I feel like Lars Venture films a lot of the time really are like you know he is that like author, and it's very like when he makes a film, he's making it at a very specific point in his life. He made Antichrist apparently when he's in the pits of depression, and you can really tell that. Mm. Um, melancholy apparently was similar. Mm. Um, loads of stuff like that. It's mad.
1: Yeah, but like then like his mates, like your man who did another round, he was mm. in the same movement as uh, Lars Mature, He's making another round. Which is a, you know, kind of a sad film. But it's also just, you know, an art film. Mm-hmm Which is uh speaking towards something Something else. A lot lighter. Yeah. Whereas maybe like I kinda read it as kinda like, you know, it's kind of a pessimistic yeah, or I like think it, so just to kinda like, oh like look at this. It's a bit of a mess. I think so. You know? I think it is quite pessimistic. He looks at people who are who started on the same kind of vibe but and they're just doing something totally different. Maybe it's not, you know, as good or it's just it's very different. and um, which is and it's just kinda it's 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 interesting that he, he would like be so honest looking back. Mm. Or be kind of like self uh aggrandizing maybe. Or maybe yeah. he's, maybe <laughs> he is it's just like fucking on the wind up again, you
0: know. Well yeah, that's the thing, you can never uh, you can never really tell what his point is. He's like lol <clears throat> <"Lul." laughs> Because he's so like is he's constantly joking, making light of what he's doing, you know. I don't know. He's such a weird filmmaker, a very weird filmmaker, very controversial filmmaker because of it, I feel like.
1: We love to see it.
0: Yeah, I love the scene. I we were saying this before. I would prefer seeing an interesting mess than a you know a quote unquote a perfect film.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because like, I've never seen *Antichrist* now, but you said it was. You said it was good, right? On a
0: filmmaking level, it is
1: perfect. Yeah, yeah, perfect. So but like people actually
0: like you know a technical level
1: <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, you also have like you know the ball crushing scene like scissors and stuff like that all these weird shit yeah. so like, I can understand why people wouldn't like that you know mm-hmm. it's fucked up but this film isn't like, especially the theatrical cut. there's not a lot in it it's like it is really intense it deals with taboo subject matter and stuff um but as a film it's like it's it's extremely good like I mm-hmm. really enjoyed it I can't really find many faults with it mm-hmm. it's just really well done it's really well written it's like the 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 kind of dialogues, the kind of like Greek chorus between mm-hmm. him and Virgil, in between different uh, the different scenes, the different sequences of uh, of murders and stuff. It's all done really well, but mm-hmm. then like you look online, and this is like it's like a really mixed reception. Yeah. So like, I think it's one of those things where like it's gotten to the stage where if a film is has like a, a full, if a film I. I I'm looking at it now where it's like, if a film has like a like overwhelmingly positive reception, it's almost certainly shit. <laughs> and like, whereas like this film, this is a film that has quite a mixed reception, but I don't see why you you wouldn't like it, except for the fact that it's, it, obviously it is stepping on your toes and but it it's also, kind of taboo.
0: And it's also pretentious. It's is Like it? it's rambles about art and stuff like that. I can feel like that would turn people off. People like,
1: yeah. shut up. But like, you're not going to a fucking Lars on True film and expecting, you know... Like you're going to an art film yeah. by an art director, I I can't understand why you'd come out of this film knowing that and still being like, oh, I, I didn't like it because I I just don't understand. Or well, maybe that's me mm, I, trying uh, to impose my opinion on other people. Yeah, uh, but you're I think it's like Jack, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I I just um I just found it weird that it was such a mixed mixed reception because I think it's a very very good film. Same. Very good film. I'm not sure what exactly is wrong with it. Really, to be yeah. honest, I just
0: think it's not, it is fucked up. But that's it's not it. everyone's cup of tea. Yep. But you know, what? it's a cup of tea that I like.
1: I quite enjoyed it. Mm. I have to say, it was a
0: decent cup of tea. Yep. It's much better. Th- I actually didn't really like. Like the more I get away from Antichrist, the more I dislike it. <laughs> mm. Just like it's that, like it's it's philosophical ramblings. Mm. That that's the thing, right? It's philosophical ramblings. I did not like. Yeah. Whereas this thing's philosophical ramblings, I did like.
1: Yeah, because it's like it's it's couched into the story really well. Because mm-hmm. it's it's him t- it's him having a conversation, and then he's explaining different incidents. Mm-hmm. And then.
0: And even though it's done, yeah, it's yeah, like PowerPoint
1: early. It's done really well. Yeah, I thought. Anyway, same. I thought so. So I I was t- it's it's no point where I thought oh this is like fucking this is so fucking lame. I'm yeah, fucking I never thought. Yeah, there's no point. It was a proper just back like that's how all those dramas started. Like it's a like Greek. Yeah. Greek soliloquies talking back and forth different dialogue between each other just explaining the themes or like a discursive dialogue uh, about the themes of whatever story is being told I thought it was really good same you know but anyway but
0: alas talking about controversial films that got mixed receptions ooh a recommended film of the two weeks this is Freaks directed by Todd
1: Browning director of Dracula
0: a circus's A circus's beautiful trapeze artist agrees to marry the leader of sideshow performers. But his deformed friends discover, she is only marrying him for his inheritance. Inheritance. Jesus. This is Freaks. And yeah, this is a 1932 film that at the time was seen. So like the thing about this film is in terms of history, this is a very interesting film. This is a pre-code film. Uh, Hollywood where the basically the rules and regulations that you had to make had to abide by um in between when uh silent film era kind of ended and you started to get talkies and you had a weird like four periods four year period where basically you could do whatever you want <laughs> mm. and then they started to impose rules and regulations and you had the um the M- Npca is that what it is? Whatever yeah,
1: the the MPAA, yeah the
0: the, the people that like the know,
1: Motion Pictures Association of America,
0: the people like you need to cut this because this censorship. is the yeah censorship. That's basically what happened, um, and this film during test screenings. Uh, like, the stuff that came out about this film, like, this case is, there's, like, it's all, like, obviously sensationalizing and bollocks, but it's like, People died. People, people having heart attacks, a woman (laughs) had a miscarriage while watching this film. Three people shot themselves. Uh, Like, just, like, absolute horror and hated it. And so the film was originally 90 minutes and was cut down to 63 minutes. And, uh, the footage was burnt and, like, yeah, Technically a a lost film. Like, there's 30 minutes of this film that are Lost, completely gone, mm. and um, yeah, you can you can feel it.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. There's certain scenes which are just like uh, very clearly found in the band somewhere. Yeah, you know,
0: not even fa- like like that. Like the way this film ends suffers, I think, because it just mm. cuts very abruptly. As like, wow, yeah, that's definitely where a bunch of scenes are missing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Well, I thought the ending was pretty clear. Kind of fucked up. I think that, but that'll... it was kind of sudden. Yeah. Well,
0: like, I just, just terms of rhythm. like, in the original cut of the film, apparently, Hercules, yeah, like, got yeah. castrated and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, there's stuff that, like, mm. like, there's fates of characters that we never know what happened to them. But mm. in the original, that's what ha- You do find out what happened to them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because it is it is a horror. It's basically a horror film. Is it? Well, it started as a horror film. No, nah, yeah, it started as a horror film. I think it was marketed as a horror film. It was. It yeah. was
0: marketed as a very sensationalist film. Mm. Like the taglines to this film are like, "What? How do Siamese twins have sex?" Um, and stuff like that. Mm. Like really, how really, do they have exploitative sex? <laughs> <laughs> really exploitative shit. Really exploitative shit. Um, but I would argue that Freaks is not exploitative. I think it is in a similar sense to Gummo. Mm. Um, shows people with um with disabilities and stuff like that and just shows them living their life even though that the film starts this film starts with a um a title card that's basically saying like isn't it barbaric that back in the day people used to like you know uh view people with any form of disfigurement or like you know uh, any type of um deformities and stuff like that wasn't isn't it fucked up that we used to look at that and think that was horrifying like literally the devil and uh isn't it fucked up that that right now we're using eugenics to get rid of people like this Mm. or you know the idea that like if we use eugenics we'll have perfect society and stuff like that isn't that fucked up because these people are just living their lives Mm. um and i feel like the film is just like yeah like literally 80 percent of this film is just like here's like you know um the sideshow, you know, the people that are like, you know, don't have limbs or, you know, the conjoined twins, you know, living their life. <laughs> and mm. they're just, they're just vibing.
1: <laughs> yeah, one of them has a baby for no reason. Yeah. It's like the, not relevant to the plot at all. No, yeah, but it's just like. It's just like, they're just there. They're, they're just, just there. doing their bits. They're just living their life. Having smokes. They're just chatting away and um, flirting with people on on the, the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever the um, traveling show that they have. Um, yeah, no, it's not exploitative at all. Um, I can't see why people maybe would think that. Yeah, but you can definitely see why. Just the fact that it is a horror film, but it's like um, it's it's exploitative in the same way that a John Waters film is, which as in like not at all. Yeah, because it's like it's bending back in on itself mm-hmm. to do something entirely different. Uh, the whole point is that they are, um, or the whole point essentially is that the freaks, um aren't necessarily the freaks are all of us man yeah. you know that's the point basically yeah because there's a there's the there's like two readings or two main readings and they're basically the same reading but the because this is this is 1932 film so it's just after just in the middle of the great depression and uh, like the dust Bowl and all those yokes so uh there's a, a big kind of uh there's a way to read it where the freaks are the working class and mm. the big people who take advantage of them are the bourgeois a bit industrialist business owner stuff like that um and that's what that's why because you, you see so much of the uh like the the main cast just kind of like living their lives just being and you like it's not like you they're there like the main character hans i suppose he's the main character yeah he's the main character uh the the little person he's a, a little person who has like a a little person kind of wife i think mm-hmm. he's she's his wife
0: Fiance, i think at one stage girlfriend
1: yeah, yeah and he falls uh, falls in love with this woman uh this like a... Uh, trapeze artist. Yeah, this beautiful kind of conventional looking, beautiful blonde trapeze artist, Cleopatra. Um, and the whole point is that she's trying to just, you know, take advantage of him to take his inheritance. Yeah. Um, but Hans isn't like, you know, the film isn't like, look, he's so small. Yeah. You know, it's like, Hans is just a character and he's like, um, he's just doing his thing. He's a character in the film. There's he, no real he, focus on the fact He loves
0: Cleopatra. Yeah. And she abuses him and she takes advantage of him. Um, and uh Hans's girlfriend—I can't remember her name—but she's like uh Hans. Do you not see? You can all know I'll that for me if you want. Uh, do you not see what's going on here? Like, can you not see that she's clearly taking the piss out of you? And Hans like, no, I love her. Um, and that comes back to bite him in the ass. Um, definitely the the villains in this film are not the you know the freaks. They're not the villains. Not at all. No. The villains are the strong man. And the trapeze artist, Hercules and Cleopatra. They're, like, abusive towards all the all the sideshow people. They're, like, they belittle them. They take the yeah. piss out of them.
1: They deride them at every opportunity.
0: And, like, by the end of it, you're like, <laughs> these fuckers deserved what happened to them. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because that, that's the horror element. Because I think it was initially. Because this is... The year before this, Todd Browning directed Dracula. Like, the original Dracula. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the guy the ghosty one, yeah, yeah, and the guy in this um I forget his name, but he's the other um he's one of the main characters who like kind of like uh just socializes with the the other mm-hmm. uh the the main cast basically. is he the
0: clown character
1: or the other guy, the other guy, Yeah. Because yeah. he's Elon Chaney, you know yeah, um. So he's, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. he's like I can't. a huge um, black and white era American actor. The whole point of this film initially was that he would become, it would be a vehicle for him, basically, to like kind of expand his, mm-hmm. to uh, raise his profile and stuff like that and just make money off his image and stuff. Um, but it ended up being something else because it's an adaptation of a story um, from a long time ago. It doesn't really have uh, any of the precise elements of how the story goes yeah and but just have the kind of like basic outline but it ended up kind of being made into a horror film because the end of the film is basically the freaks revolting and um, and overcoming the uh you know cleopatra and hercules who are conniving against them Um which is you can see that as oh my god they've like you know these these normal people have been you know defiled or yeah. whatever by the freaks but the, like the message of the film isn't really like that at all No. like the horror isn't really i read a good kind of analysis of the film where uh they talk about how the horror of the film isn't in the last you know 20 minutes or last 10 minutes it's the the horror is like the gaze that you kind of recognize when you're watching a film which is just about people with disabilities or like people that are differently able mm-hmm. uh people who are, like, kind of on the outside, but a, a film that at the same time treats them as just normal people. Yeah. And you can recognize, you know, how, you know, because the contrast between how you'd expect that to be depicted mm-hmm. and how it is depicted in the film, that's where the horror is, really. Yeah, That's why it's so horrifying. Mm-hmm. And that's why the, the, the ending kind of throws you off. Because it's just, it doesn't seem to fit at all. Yeah. It's, like, a really unconventional film.
0: It is a very unconventional film. Like, because even the fact that, like, you hear, like, 1930s film about sideshow people like you know and it's a horror film and it's like oh people were disgusted when it first came out you're like this is gonna be the most exploitative shit yeah, yeah. ever made this is probably a terrible film but then you watch it and it's not that at all it's such a and it's like its plot is pretty loose because most of the time like hans is the main character and his story is just is the driving narrative force Mm -hmm. but we spend a lot of time just hanging out with all the other characters Mm -hmm. like there's a bit where um what's her name sure sure schlitz schlitzy schlitzy um who has i can't remember the name of of the condition but basically it's one a small head. Yeah, like people's heads don't grow full size, so their brains don't develop properly um and they remain quite like childlike as a result, which is apparently what shilty was like in real life. Yeah. Um but well the character she but she she'll, she'll, she'll in life she was a guy. Was a yeah. guy but she's in the film she's been told like you're wearing such a lovely dress. Like look how good you look um and she's like laughing or whatever and, like you know having nice conversations there's so much love and camaraderie between all the sideshow people and um, like one of the point one of the bits in the film is like there's like one of the characters who uh has no limbs he's got no legs and he's got no arms and we just watch him light a cigarette and it goes on for like thirty seconds mm-hmm. and he's having a conversation with someone and he's just like it like zooms up on him lighting a cigarette. Which can be seen as like gazing at like yes whoa how do you do that look at look at <laughs> look at how weird this is uh. but I just saw it as like no this is how someone with no limbs and no arms would you know this is how this is what they this is how they do it mm. it's not like I didn't feel any voyeurism in it yeah it was just like this is how they do what they're doing which is the similar sense to how Gummo does it as well it's like if you just depict them as they are. Their beauty naturally just comes out,
1: yeah. It's not voyeuristic at all, it's just kind of like it's just you know cinema vérité, mm. it's just as it is, you know. Uh, being very honest, yeah. uh, authentic. What was the one? Uh, Herzog's kind of uh, idea of an, like authentic cinema,
0: yeah. Um, uh, uh, something in truth, what, what the fuck was it called?
1: Yeah, something like that. But, um, I think the best example is the scene, like the most famous scene in the film that everyone knows is the One of Us scene gobble right.
0: gobble 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 yeah gobble.
1: one of us we accept her one of us and um, see i only know the one of us one because mm-hmm. it's referenced in like the simpsons and south park like yeah everyone, everyone knows one of us one of us and it's kind of like uh it's usually used in the context of like a like a mob like kind of closing in and like uh absorbing someone else yeah it's kind of used. it's always using like a negative kind of like horrific yeah context but in this film uh, that's why I can kind of see why maybe people would think it's exploitative because you can't read it in an exploitative way where you can look at that scene where they're at a, it's at a wedding party for Hans and Cleopatra. And this is before that the they all find out that Cleopatra is just using Hans. Um, and they're all going around and they have this like, uh, this love cup, this mm-hmm. lo- love jug or whatever, where they're just kind of like sharing a sip of wine. Um, and they're just chanting, uh, we accept her, one of us, one of us. Uh, Google Gabble I don't know why they add that mm. in yeah. but uh, <laughs> but like sounds good <laughs> yeah it, but it's like uh, I think it was listed as like the third most horrifying scene of all time on like one of these lists I don't but,
0: see how you mm. could
1: though but you watch the film and it's just like they're just kind of like accepting this woman it's into yeah. their uh, into their troop yeah it's like a really happy scene
0: yeah they're being mm. loving and be like we're gonna take care of you you're one of us you yeah. know Um, and she's especially because she's the villain
1: <laughs> yeah they're just like they have open hearts they're just like you know Yeah, you could like you know maybe maybe you're superficially different in ways that you know society might imagine but you are now one of us yeah we'll, we'll accept you you know
0: you're a freak just like us
1: yeah you know because we're all freaks bro I
0: genuinely I feel like this is like a and I think in a somewhat similar sense this is kind of similar to um away camp but you know the way that like when you watch Sleepboy Camp now you're like rooting for her to kill all the people that are like abusing her mm. and then at the end it's like oh my god she's trans and it's not horrifying. But I don't even understand how if you watch this film you could view that scene as horrifying because the film's not that's not a horrifying moment in the film.
1: Mm.
0: You know what I mean? If you watch that out of context
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, in the film, it's not.
0: But it's not. Like, yeah. if you're told, like, oh, horrifying scenes in films and you're showing this scene, you're like, oh, God, like, they're all, like... You're going to think it's like something like The Hills of Eyes or something like that. Mm. But it's not that at all. So I don't understand how it's got that reputation.
1: It's just because you can watch the film, as in, like, oh, these freaks, you know? Yeah, but You can watch it like that, but that's... I feel like you're really missing the point. Yeah, that's not the intent of the film at yeah. all. The film isn't saying that at all. Because even when you read it from... The class perspective as well. It's like one of us, one of us, and um, and then Cleopatra is the kind of the embodiment of the American upper class around the Depression era, and um, like she initially is kind of like yeah yeah let's go to, and then she's kind of like the der- like the them. She's like ah like laughing along yeah, but I'm kind not of one of you freaks, kind of laughing at them, and yeah. then suddenly she she becomes like horrified and she's scandalized that these people would uh, uh, would imagine her as being on the same level yeah as them and. Um, and reacts um, violently to the idea mm-hmm. um, and suddenly c- kind of like gives away her position, gives away the, con- the kind of her conceit. Um, and that's when like the, the kind of uh, the uh, solution to the film kind of arises from that. Um, but it's the same thing where like, you know, people who don't recognize themselves. Don't recognize like the kind of outsideness or like the freakish nature of themselves. Mm-hmm. Will like react in that kind of violent way. Yeah. Or people who are like in like a class kind of narratives, like where the people who are you know in the upper crust will just like reject any idea that they could belong to the general public. Mm-hmm. But that kind of uh, refusal to engage isn't reciprocated. Mm-hmm. Like the the like the the freaks, you know, the the outsiders. And like the the general public have this kind of idea of this openness. Yeah. you uh, this assertion of kind of universality. mm mm-hmm. um, and the villains are always the people who kind of uh create this uh idea of exclusivity where they're above someone else. Yeah. Like, that's always the villain. That's always mm-hmm. that's the only way to read the film, really. Yeah. I think when you look when you think about it. Mm-hmm. But you can on a very like superficial surface level, you can't see it in a really bad way. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the confusion arose.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know? uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I just, I just think it's it's a film from an era where they treated people very poorly, and like not that we don't, not that we treat you know. Yeah, yeah. People not that that's changed. M- not, yeah, it hasn't but changed a lot. Degrees, but like, yeah, degrees, yeah. Degrees. It's it's a it's a bit better. Yeah. Um, you know, we're not trying to, for the most part, not trying to you know eugenics these people out of existence. Um, most a
1: lot of the people, a lot of the. The uh, sideshow actors in the film like it met terrible ends Yeah, you know like your man uh, Eck the guy with uh, no legs mm-hmm. he lived till like 1990 and he was like uh, he was uh, robbed he lived in like Detroit or something and he like lost his job in like the 60s so he just lived with his brother in like this house in Detroit uh, for like the last 30 years of his life and he was robbed in the 80s and like, uh, like these people broke into the house of a guy with no legs and like took all his stuff and he like, apparently just never came out for like the last ten years of his life Fuck you know, and then the girls, the Siamese twins, i think they uh, they were abandoned at a show like on the roadside in the early sixties by their manager, and they had no cash, so they ended up just taking a, a job in a a shop mm. um and they ended up dying in like the in like nineteen sixty nine one of them died first of like uh, of the Hong kong flu which Fuck. was was which was the last pandemic before covid yeah. Uh, but the other one took three or four days to die afterwards. Mm. You know, it's so really fucking, really weird. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible ways. Because they were in, like, a huge film. Which, even at that time, because this film had a huge revival in the 60s. Yeah. Like, people like like the Kaya, the, cin- the cinema, like, all, like, um like there was this quote I read where this film went from a period of, where it was initially marked as a horror film, then it kind of moved into people were, like, kind of disgusted by it. This is, like, exploitative. Mm-hmm. It's an exploitation film. And then by the time like the '60s, '70s, '80s came around, it was regarded as an avant-garde work of like of like abstract art, basically. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is still where it's kind of at right now. Mm-hmm. I think.
0: Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, I think our opinion since the '60s to now is like this. Like a reappraisal of the film is way different to what it was yeah. when it initially came out, and even like years since that. Mm. Um, because even like uh, Todd Browning, this didn't think kill his career, but like he he also met a horrible end. He ended up. And alcoholism and dying. Um, I think the year before this film got its reappraisal. Is this one of those curious films? Is it? It know. seems it to be. be. Yeah. I think it's also just like it stars a bunch of people
1: who would yeah generally kind of who would generally just fall a like victim. To that kind fall of stuff, victim.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Marginalized people like that. Um, but yeah, I think yeah i I think this is a very good film for that reason. Um, and even when they're on set. Like they were they were on set completely fine and then D. W. Griffith showed up and he was horrified and he's like, Get these people off the set. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. have to live in the tent outside or something like that.
1: Mm. Yeah, only the uh quote unquote normal ones could stay on set.
0: Fucking D. W. Griffith, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> he made Birth of a Nation and he did, did this to these people.
1: <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, no, it's a good film though. Mm. It's quite good. It's only it's only sixty minutes. Sixty well. minutes, yeah.
2: And in the end. Wildly as
1: well, available as well. Yeah, they they overcome, they they swarm Cleopatra.
2: That's
0: the that bit is like that imagery is scary. Like yeah. not even... I've definitely
1: seen that before, that clip yeah. as well before. Or she's like everyone's like kind of like um hiding. There's like the the carriage falls over in the rain and mm. stuff like that. It's very that's a that's a scary scene. But I think it's not scary in the way that you'd imagine the horror film, because the horror film has the scares in the last act and then you have the resolution and this film it's like the the resolution is the scary part yeah it's not really scary as in oh my god what's happened to this woman it's scary as in like a different way which is like looping back in like the themes and the content and the form of the film itself yeah yeah
0: Yeah. it's yeah because like it's not horrifying because you identify with the victims of the violence it's it's just like the it's image, spooky. It, the imagery is just spooky because it's just a bunch of people like crowding around people, mm. which I think is like in any film that's creepy. Like I think mm. that some people do, like will be like it falls back into the trope that like you know, um, you know, uh, you know the freak shows people whatever they're seen as like villainous whatever but i think at that stage of the film like <laughs> they're the heroes and you're rooting for them and you're like it vind- it's vindication like get these fuckers yeah,
1: yeah it's because it's basically a lynching but it's like a it's a righteous lynching yeah it's like a you know the, the mob overcoming someone who deserves to be overcome basically mm-hmm. yeah which is uh still horrifying but horrifying in a, a totally different kind of way yeah definitely definitely um, you know she gets turned into a duck yeah, man. She got m- fucked up. She got fucked up. And Hercules apparently got cash We'll never see that sequence though. No. I'm not sure how they conveyed that on screen as well. <laughs> no. um, but yeah. No, it's a good film though.
0: Very good film. Good film. A classic. Will we quickly move on to some
1: listener questions? Let's do a few listener questions. If you want to ask us a listener question, you can get to us at paro underscore pod on Instagram or on Twitter. Or you can email us at theparopod at gmail.com.
0: Our first question is coming in from Patrick, and Patrick is asking us, are there any fake movies, for example, McBain from The Simpsons, or the Tropic Thunder trailers, you'd want to see get made in real life? Hmm. Is there any films? You know that McBain, apparently, if you uh, sync them all up together, they actually does turn into a film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I've seen that, yeah.
0: Uh, I don't uh, I've never, I've never <laughs> seen the Big Bang film, but I, I think I actually—that's my next recommended film. <laughs> <laughs> um is there any fake films?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um,
0: the Chopper Thunder ones are very good. I'd love to
1: see um, the gay priest one. I want to see Simple Jack yes, or Simple uh, Jack. what was the one? The uh, what was what was Jack Black ones? Jack Jack's Blacks one. The Fart Family one. The Fart Family—it's called something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember the name that was that was so funny though. Um, Um, I I want
0: to watch the Rob Zombie Nick Cage Nazi doctor film he made a he made a trailer for um, Grindhouse the machete one or not machete um, the Planet of Terror and Death Proof he made a trailer for that oh okay Nick Cage plays a Nazi doctor (laughs) and there's
1: werewolves and nuns in it (laughs) yeah yeah I want to watch that um, there's a film called "Ask the Movie" in um, in Idiocracy. <laughs> Ask the movie. I kind of want. Oh, I wonder what that's about? Sounds good. Ask the movie. Sounds good.
0: Um, is there any other film? Because I would say, like, I actually would have said Machete, but Machete did turn into a film.
1: That was yeah, f- that did yeah. That yeah. was a yeah.
0: fake trailer that turned into a film. Yeah,
1: initially yeah. Uh, uh, apparently, in Jay and Bob Strike Back, that um. Kevin Smith movie there's a there's a fake film called Goodwill Hunting 2 Hunting Season sounds kind of interesting to be honest yeah. <laughs> what could that be about <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh the fatties that's Jack Black's ones Jack oh, Black's yeah. ones um
0: Fake movies are such a fun idea.
1: Or not? Thunder from Tropic Thunder. I'd want to see that one. Yeah, the original. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the one that they're watching, or the one that the Academy Award ceremony is referencing. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. You like know, documentary, the film that was never made. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the
0: um, Uh get out of here, you filthy animal from Home
1: Alone. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that that? Yeah, that's a film. That's, yeah, that's a Joe film. Pesci, I, I want to watch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Oh jeez, yeah. I'm just like looking at I'm actually just looking at a list here. Any of the films that are in um Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, they're all fake
1: films. Oh yeah. I've never seen that.
0: It. Yeah, it's decent. Mm. Decent. I wanna see the again, the Nazi flamethrower one in that film. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I found this website here called Netflix. Is a it's Netflix but with just with fake movies. What? Movies within movies. What? Yeah. Yeah, Goodwill Hunting 2. Gandhi Gandhi, Gandhi, too. Gandhi 2, yeah. <laughs> 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 the idea is just so funny. Gandhi <laughs> 2, what happens in Gandhi <laughs> 2? Forrest Gump 2, Gump again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jaws 19 and Back to the Future.
1: Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's from Cecil B. Demented. Yeah. Forrest Gump 2, Gump again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I remember that. laughs> With uh, Kevin Neal in his Forrest Gump.
0: Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, I'd want to see that film. Yeah. Because there is a book sequel to Forrest Gump. You do know Yeah, that? there is. Yeah, yeah, isn't there? Yeah. He takes part of like the Berlin Wall being pulled down and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. we move on to the next question. Is there a next
0: question? Yeah, got one more question coming in from Connor. And Connor is asking us... If I can get the load... With Top Gun Maverick doing great, what other film, old films will now get unnecessary sequels? I feel like that's a trend at the moment. I feel like this um, Scream 4 mm. apparently had this thing called um, a Requel, a Reboot sequel. Yeah. Um, Like, we've already had Scream. We've already had The Matrix. We've already had... Top Gun. I think Top Gun is the most insane one. <laughs> um, yeah, no, nobody asked for that. And apparently it's lethal. <laughs> mm.
1: Well, nobody asked for that except for the uh, US State Department. Yeah, true. <laughs> Just throw that in there.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> 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 no, you're right. Um, what other, like, Point Break or something? I feel like Point Break might get a remake.
1: Point Break. Um, You know what would be good? You know what would be a necessary uh, remake? No, no, sequel. Sorry, no. Yeah, sorry, this is irrelevant. A sequel, reboot, remake. Uh, uh, freaks needs a remake. Freaks. We need a a freaks remake. Mm. Um, I think it could be really good. Someone like Greta Gerwig to, should could be like could helmet, You know, could be I don't know. It's Werner Herzog. Sorry, when Lars von Trier. You said Lars von Trier. When you
0: said Greta Gerwig, I thought Greta Thunberg, and I was like, where the fuck <laughs> is this going? <laughs> yeah. No,
1: no. Yeah, Lars von Trier. Freaks remake. Think about it or Werner Herzog, one of those old guys. That's pure exploitation. From, if it's Lars von Trier, yeah. it's pure exploitation. Okay, Werner <laughs> Herzog. He's like, "We are going inside this the elephant or whatever." I don't know. <laughs> the white elephant. We are going inside the, the what? Elephant.
0: What are like What film would you feel like does not back to the future?
1: Mm, yeah, I don't think they could do that cuz it would be such a backlash. Yeah, you know. But back to the future. Yeah, I think that could be on the cards. We've already
0: had it with fucking Jurassic Park as well. I would say Jurassic Park, but we got it, and you
1: know what? It turned out to be
0: shit. So, <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, it definitely would be shit. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. E. T. E. T. Two. E. T. Two. Home again.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Home again. Yeah. What could he? Yeah. What could even be about? No, he's, he's, back. Back. <laughs> he's just back. He's back. He's back.
0: Because your man's a big enough actor as well from. Um, what was that horror one from Netflix? The Haunting in the Hill House. Is he in there? He's the dad in that. The ki- the re- Elliot is a, is the dad in that. So he's like a recognizable name now. You know, if Spielberg he- really wanted to, he could, yeah. make, he could whip, he could wank that out, no butter. It'd be like
1: Independence Day 2, though. It'd be like, they're invading.
0: Why do we keep getting these? Like, what I is don't. with this obsession with remaking?
1: I thought Independence Day 2 would have been a good idea in maybe 2005, but it was just not a good idea yeah by 2015 whenever the right. fuck that film came out yeah <laughs> yeah uh, I've never seen that film but I've seen clips and they're so funny well Independence Day Independence Day too. no I haven't even seen Independence Day man Independence Day is actually quite good
0: 4th of July was it last week wasn't it it was the what 4th of July what do you mean it was last week wasn't it
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah it was it yeah. 4th of July the 4th of July
0: happy Independence Day to all our American listeners
1: yeah that's actually so. Uh, oh, two
0: weeks late, <laughs> but you know, whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because they have that um, speech at the end of it, and they're like, "This is our Independence Day," and but it's like, it's like you're fighting aliens, you know. But it's like Earth, mm, Earth Independence, Earth Day. Independence it's Day. So cringe, wordy so When you look back on American. it, American. Lo- I I really liked it when I was a kid. Um, another sequel? I don't know. I don't know what could be. Everything could be a sequel. Right? Everything. Anything Think of any successful film from the uh, from the from the eighties,
0: seventies, or eighties.
1: Yeah, or at Nineties.
0: Because I'm trying to any time that I can, any Titanic one the, <laughs> anyone Titanic 2. Anyone, There's
1: already a sequel to that. Um, yeah.
0: Any film that I think of like that already has so a new. sequel. Yeah. What was that?
1: Just Titanic two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. They, anyone? Anyway, they could all have sequels. Yeah. Um. A born reboot could be on the cards.
0: There's already two of them. What do you mean? There's born. There's two born films after born.
1: Yeah, but they could have more.
0: No, but you're missing it, man. You need that '80s nostalgia. Okay, okay. You need that. Like that's a. I feel like the nostalgia is important.
1: Mm. The
0: microphone's on now. Um, I feel like that's that's necessary for the. film. Okay, the be-
1: Outsiders remake.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, and Matt Dillon's in that film as well, isn't he? Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Tom Cruise and all. It would. It would ha- It would just be the guys from Stranger Things. But we're going to put them in The Outsiders. Oh my God. Someone, pay me, this. someone pay me a million dollars because I've just come up with a... Uh, this film could be greenlit tomorrow morning. <sighs> this film could be greenlit tomorrow morning, I swear oh to God. Oh my God, they and totally do it. Did. It would make about 500 mil as well. Someone give me a million dollars. Netflix, get this man up. Um, Rain Man. <laughs> 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 who, who would do it though? Who would do it?
0: Um, one of the kids in Stranger Things, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah. That's so funny, Rain Man.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, Goonies, Stand by Me, Strange. All the Stranger Things kids would be in Goonies and Stand by Me. Yeah, um, the Goonies. Oh my God, that's it. But that's mm, the Stranger Things. They're they're a bit a bit all as well. And uh, the Breakfast Club as well. They'd also be in that. Oh
0: man, yeah. There's a lot of yeah that's that nostalgia. God damn! I'm going to go with E.T. 2, Home Again, though. I think that's my answer. Mm-hmm. I, feel like that's, um, I don't think Spielberg would do it, but I feel like the company would be like, you're fucking doing this, buddy.
1: I think Gremlins is well overdue a remake. Actually, just saying that it is having a remake right now. I think it's on TV, though. So. Oh, yeah, they're I making a w- TV show, yeah. Yeah, we went over that already, so. Yeah, we did. Yeah, but anyway.
0: There you go. What's your recommended film? I
1: don't have a recommended film, I'll tell you that.
0: Don't say that, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Ah! <laughs>
1: Yes, I'm going to be recommending uh, this film called Don't Look Now by Nicholas Rogue. I think that's where you pronounce his name. Or OEG, some uh, foreign guy. And an English language film in the thriller horror genre, starring Donald Donald Sutherland. It's going to be an interesting time. 1973 film based on a short story by Daphne du Maurier from
0: 1971. It's going to be epic, bro. (laughs) Facts. (laughs) Facts.
1: All right. Good night. God bless. Good morning. signara. Bye. Bye. Signing off.